Really? Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Hello. Hello. This week brought to you by Braintree, Dollar Shave Club, and Rock Band 4. The fourth of the rock bands. Gavin has a thick beard. I'm Gus. I'm a bit beardy, aren't I? I'm Gavin with a beard. I'm Chris, no beard. I'm Bernie with a beard. And I'm Gus with uh, almost no beard. What happened to your beard? It burned off. <laughs> it's a beard accident. Hey, everybody. Um, no, I had to shave it. We did a shoot the other day. Gus, you were uh, just saying how you were worried because you don't have anything to talk about. No, no, it's not that I don't have anything <laughs> to talk about. I just feel like like the podcast just started. Like, like You feel I, unprepared? I actually right, get like this. Normally, Every probably 10 episodes, I panic. I'm like, what? What are we going to talk about? No, I've got plenty of things lined up. Just like I feel like it just started. Like I wasn't like, like I didn't sit here long enough ahead of time. In what, what number are we on now? Like three forty-four. Forty-four. In the history of the show, what do you think has been the longest pause, barring when Chris is on the <laughs> podcast? Because Chris is here today. You mean yeah. like between subjects? Yeah, just like there's nothing to talk about. Um, like I reckon three seconds. We, yeah, we, we had some longer ones. It feels in like the early eternity. ones. I mean, we would do like six or seven sometimes. We're, nope. My shoulder hurts. My shoulder hurts, and I think it's my neck is making my shoulder hurt. Because of your I no, crash? I had, it's I like had, a, what they call a referred pain. I had a thing where... Um, yes, my, Chris, you have your hand up? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, like I, I, my uh, wrists would always hurt, and I thought it was carpal tunnel. Turns out it was my neck that was like really tight. And whenever I started stretching my neck and doing this, it stopped hurting my wrists. Really? Yeah. I know a guy who got carpal tunnel because he did one like season of data entry for the IRS. One. And had to have surgery. Like, he had a job for, like, three months, a temp so job. carpal tunnel is permanent? Uh, what, in, what physically is it? Is it like, carpal tunnel seems like it was a huge deal in about the mid-90s. Is it different to RSI? It's Repetitive stress injury? No, it's, the same, it's, a cla- it's one of the uh, conditions that is a class of RSI. So uh, RSI is, like, the big thing. I'm sure there's other stuff. Carpal tunnel. Is RSI repetitive stress injury? Yes. That's what it is? So you get a repetitive stress injury like on your ankle. Carpal tunnel is very specifically the way a nerve goes through part of your hand, like through your wrist into your hand. Like pinches the nerve. The carpal tunnel. Right. Exactly right. And then it gets inflamed and then you get like tingling in your hand and all that stuff. But it does seem like a big deal. Like that was something we were all worried about. They made special ergonomic keyboards and all that shit. Remember that? Yeah. You don't see that anymore. What happened? You know what? I just saw one the other day. You know what it was? (laughs) That Uh, makes me mad. That makes me. No, no. uh, Whoa. I'm going to talk about this for a second. Go ahead. You hit on a nerve. No, a couple I, times. Like, very good. Yeah. I feel like then we were scammed. Like, I mean, they made these special ergonomic yeah. keyboards, this shit that like spread apart in the middle. Why don't they make those anymore, Adam? Do we fix they carpal tunnel? Them. Is that not a problem? Huh? Well, they're Nothing. still not. They, they still, still have them, and I, I'll use one sometimes. Why? Like a spread? Because like it's comfortable. I started using it whenever my wrist would hurt because I thought I had carpal tunnel. No fucking way I would use one of those because I can't type. You get Anything. used to it. You get used to it. You no, just... I don't know how to type. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just type like this. It's, it's like I, it's, I, I'm embarrassed by that, but I have I have yet to solve that problem in my you life. Have, you have point typed a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, did, I use four fingers total. I use the first two fingers, and then then spacebar is that. So. What is spacebar like? Just this. this so what is the most these days? What is the most efficient? Like if they were to redo the keyboard, what would it look like? If I'm gonna re oh they're gonna redo they the keyboard. They have redone the keyboard. They, they re- have like QWERTY they, and Dvorak. I think it's just whatever anybody knows. But Every that, time I come across a, an alphabetical keyboard that's in alphabetical order, it's just like. I get furious. But would you prefer they, a keyboard where everything was perfectly aligned, like stacks? Because the only reason they're... So you've got two here, and then the next key is like here. In oh, the yeah, middle. I wouldn't care about that at but all. But that's because the typewriter had to they, had to like reach between keys, and they couldn't have the pins go under keys. Sure, that makes between. sense. Because it was a physical... But would it be easier to type on a grid keyboard? Yeah, probably. I mean, unless the offset is... It's hard to say The because, offset also helps you like get to multiple letters. 
like if you reach up, you're in the middle between two letters, so then your one finger can easily well, hover it's between. It's like the finger two. climbing. They have right. another keyboard that's designed for the the letters that you use the most, and it's people their hands are just vibrating pretty much. It's Dvorak, it's just, right? Something Dvorak. like that. Yeah, and they're that just is? like I think that's what that is. And they type really fast, and it's just this. I mean, there's always different ones like that. I saw one years and years ago that was like a sphere that you held, and it was like you would hold it like this. And you go like this, and then like moving your fingers outward also was different keys. And like people who could use this could type, you know, twenty five. I want a crazy keyboard a like that now. Like a sphere. <laughs> I was mad a second ago. Now I want a crazy keyboard. You know what? You know what? I've, I I've relied on for years and years. That's just to me a lot easier. Is a pen? Dragon dictate. Dragging dictate. Dra- <laughs> yeah, I heard dragging dictate. What did you Dra- say? A dragon dictate. You okay. guys have never heard of dragon dictate? I heard dragging dictate. <laughs> I, you guys all you guys all know because I text you that I use Siri for like ninety yeah, percent of my sucks. text. I never know so what you're talking about. We're a we're a technology company. Well, Go for it. kind of right. We use a lot of technology day to day in our jobs. We use it. Speak we don't for make yourself. It. And uh, so you know, uh, people type. People can you know, make notes on mobile devices. Like what's this. wrong? Um, at our weekly meeting this morning, I saw our – she's our CFO. Our CFO had notes to talk about to everyone in the company. <laughs> she had written them on her hand. Yeah. She just put stuff and written on her hand. It's a very Yvonne thing to do. I laughed out loud. When I saw it. I've got a few <laughs> things to talk about. I just I, – I couldn't help. I just started laughing. Does she have a phone? She does have a phone. Huh. She's got a laptop. I believe Yvonne she, title is COO, by the way. COO? Yeah. Chief. Okay. Cool. And uh, she's also got oh, oh. a pen and paper. Hmm. Look, when, when your hand's right there, you're not going to lose it, to be fair. It's true. You look mm. at your hand all the time, just for fun. So. I guess I've got sweaty hands, it. so I'm jealous of people who can actually <laughs> you write You see the hand. text sliding down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... Are you guys hungry at all? Yeah. I was going to tell you guys not to eat pizza. I did not have any pizza. Oh, I already ate pizza. So I'm, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping today, if I may, Gus. All right. I'll First look. of all, in, in the past, I've talked about how I have a supply of emergency <gasps> things at my house. Has I want to be a gimmick. And it's not actually for real use. What does that mean? There's no way you believe that one day you'll be Have I ever brought you over to my house and shown you my emergency supplies? I bought emergency supplies recently. There you go. Look Look who your company with. That's right. Responsible, mature adults. (laughs) Dude, I have kids. Neither one of you guys have kids. I don't have kids, but I... Well, that's fine. You are a kid. So you need to be prepared. (laughs) What's what's the best that can happen? You keep your kids alive for an extra week, and then what? (laughs) What is wrong with you? Why would you even (laughs) ask that question? What does that mean? As opposed to what? Just like, oh, the apocalypse, just open the front door and go out and play, you know, have fun, boot him in the ass. Yeah, you keep him alive as long building. as possible. The secret to surviving the apocalypse is not to live a really long time. It's just to outlive everybody else. And then because then it gets easier? Yeah, it does. It gets easier. Yeah, because there's a whole play. big world out there full no, that, of supplies. That actually makes sense now. It if does. You, if you live two weeks longer than everyone else, easy pickings. Yeah. What, what do you think we get to Until apocalypse level? Like, what's an apocalypse? 50% of the people 50, dying? Anything over 50. Are the lights super bright today? Am I crazy? You're crazy. Do we have new lights? They're not saying anything. To me, no? it's normal. An Same. apocalypse isn't just like, like people dying, bright. but it's like society breaking down. There could be 10% of people dead, but if laws... If 10% and, of people die in the world, Chris, society will break down. Yeah. 10? I mean, like, 10%? What's yeah. that, like 700 people million people? One out of every yeah. 10 people die? Yeah, people will go apeshit. I mean, remember Katrina? I mean... A bunch of water got in the ground, and people started sniping at doctors in hospitals. Sure. That was crazy. That's true. Okay, so this is uh, – speaking of Katrina, um, <laughs> this is my uh, – This is these are five-year uh, shelf-life rations, and they're meant to be kept in like a maritime environment. So you keep them on a boat. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's, it's covered in warnings about how to use them on a boat, like uh, never drink with seawater. 
So don't do that. Okay. Even if you mix the seawater so with fresh So you're not following the rules by keeping them in a cupboard probably. That's just their use and I just yeah. – I use them. So they have a five-year shelf life. These were manufactured. What makes them specific to maritime then? I know, I know. I think they're intended for that use. But no, there's not oh, like okay, – okay. it's not like they're like 100 less calories on land or <laughs> anything like that. food. Yeah. yeah. It's like Red Lobster. <laughs> it, has, it has a mirror and a flotation device in it. It says uh, instructions for emergencies, lifeboat, laugh drive, life draft, life raft at sea. Eat one bar every six hours per person. Eat in small pieces too well. So it's not like other emergencies on land. Eat one bar every four hours per person. Eat in small pieces. Is it just too cold? Well. It's not like a chemical heater to cook the food. Like I believe a, it's just bars. Like so I'm gonna open it. I've actually never tried these. These were manufactured about a year and a half ago, January of last year. So, so they still have four more years. So it's got these little things in it right here. This little. Nugget. It looks like kind of like a granola bar, or maybe like a part of a rice. Individually wrapped, but this this package here. So if you want to see, this is how big the actual package is. So this has, for reference, I'm holding something that's about a cube. What do you say? About three and a half inches cube. Probably more than that. Five, four, four inches cubed. Five, five inches cubed. It's not five. Four. Stop. It's it's it fits in my hands. Four and a half. Uh, And it's got thirty six hundred calories in this thing. So these wafers are two hundred calories each. So this would last you. If you ate 1,200 calories a day, which you wouldn't want to do, but you could survive on, this is three days, three days of food, like right here. This is everything you need besides water. What's the flavor? I don't know. I think it's survival flavored. Here you go. Have one of those. There you go. Nice catch, Gus. Thank you. Ooh, Gabby. It reminds me of like uh, marzipan. Oh, it's bloody rock solid. No, mine's Yeah, they're pretty dense. Instantly. It does say to chew it well. Can I, <laughs> can I take a bite? I don't think you see these at a coffee shop. Go for don't it, Don't eat into the mic. So are you allergic to anything, Chris? God, Chris, are you allergic to anything mic. that I should no, know about? No, no, no. no. Okay. Are you allergic to the apocalypse? What's the flavor? Because this thing is like twenty percent histamine. So why don't we why don't we just eat this crap? Exactly right. So that's like, like why mess around with like sushi and stuff. I'm doing the housekeeping on this you, thing because I talked about it previously. Oh, see, bollocks. that's what I want to do. Yeah, guys, you're so annoyed by the apocalypse. I'm so oh, put out. I broke I can't mine. Be bothered. Yeah, see, the apocalypse is fun in games until you break your way from. The last one I tried were like lemon dense lemon bars. All right, here we go. Finally opened it. It just smells like a like a crappy shortbread. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It smells got like maybe a coconut smell. Mm-hmm. Maritime. No, I think there's a lot of coconut oil in it because it can pack a lot of calories in it. In it. That's not bad. It's not bad. It, it's. I mean, you'd be miserable eating this. But. It's like a bad cookie. Yeah. It's like a cookie someone squished so It's not bad. It's like a mediocre cookie. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it needs a, bit, needs a bit of hot sauce or something. I could live hot on this. Hot sauce. I can live on this mm-hmm. if you had to. So if, if, if to. you think push like... Come, push come to shove. I can live a couple weeks on this. So per, for <laughs> perspective, if you have, you know, 10 of these cubes... Then you have a month of food. So a month of food would take up about this much room for somebody. For one person. A month of food. Get you through a month. Of, that's like, awesome, stuff. actually. Yeah. That's All what I like about it. So what? Do you, so when you shit... Go ahead. The, the, stuff you, the stuff you eat always comes out as, as a smaller piece of shit than what you ate. Yeah. But nothing's ever bigger in shit form. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Does it gain momentum <laughs> on the way through or anything? But like, if you ate all of that, how big... So that would last three days. Are you saying I would poo less than that in three days? Yeah. You'd poo less than that in three days. I want to eat this stuff all the time. Yeah, because you just save time on pooing? Yeah. yeah. Are you put out by pooing? It's well, this annoying. is the stuff you know, I, this is the stuff I eat all the time, which is now the, the 100% food, which is the replacement stuff. You can so you don't eat food anymore? I wouldn't say No, I make sure I eat a little bit of solid food every day because I don't want to lose my ability to digest solid food. But. Yeah, I can see why you wouldn't want to lose your place to digest food. <laughs> nah, I'm worried about that. You go out for a meal with friends and die. I don't want to reacclimate well, to food. So, <laughs> but I got a, I got a big bucket. It's go just ahead. A big bucket. I want to hear like, about Chris's big bucket. Uh, no, I, I it was on uh, on Amazon. I was like, I was like, I want to have stuff. So, oh, if, 
Yeah. Okay. And, Go I, on. and I was like, what can I do that will, I want something I can like take either put in my car really easily or just not like bar- barricade the door and then live off my bucket. And you know, it, it said it would feed, um, a family, I think. It's bucket living. Did you eat the thing? Yeah. I'm picturing like a piece of tape on the side of a bucket. This is like Chris's life bucket, and it's right by the door, and you're like looking up the window every now and then. Is it the apocalypse? No? Okay. Just you and me, bucket. And then look out one day, it's on fire. You're like, all right, bucket, now's our time. It's cool, though, because I also put like a little... You're going to be laying starving in the gutter. Zombies chasing you or something, radiation sickness, and here will be fucking Chris coming along with his bucket, and then <laughs> you will apologize to him. He'll be smiling, having <laughs> a great day. Gus, Gus put that entire, like, day's worth of food into his mouth, and now he can't swallow it. The crumbs everywhere. <laughs> it does say chew it very well. What? It's like Lambus bread. Wait, that's what it's yeah, like. Yeah, it's exactly what it's, it's like. like chew it but it's not, it's not as tasty, but it's good. What, Have you, you had Lambus bread? Well, I mean, as, as described. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> What if you just snapped it off and swallowed it like a pill? Would it expand in your stomach or something? Is why why do you have to chew it so well? I I, think, yeah, I, I don't know. understand that. I, I don't know. It's, it really turns into like, a paste in your mouth. Like yeah. surely, if you have something, I think it's because it's like pure coconut oil. Basically, if you just had this yeah. appear in your stomach, surely you'd be it would last longer because your stomach would have to break it down. No, but it use more calories. Oh, it might use. Well, I don't know. You might use more calories breaking it down in your stomach versus chewing. So it you up might in your like mouth. lose energy to. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but then okay. you have so to you have like to use your, your muscles to chew. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, like which costs more? Right. I imagine think- mashing it up with a hammer. No, that's energy uh, in your hand. Mm-hmm. Running just, it just over in a food. car. Just eat your food. What are you guys doing in the? You guys are like running the most efficient apocalypse <laughs> yeah. of all time. We're just trying to make the food last longer. We're on your side. We're but doing this stuff. stuff I actually have gas masks. Believe it or not. Yeah. Gas oh masks. wow, that's you know good. the model. Did you see the Model X came out from Tesla mm-hmm. and it has a biohazard button? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's that for? What is? It's to like air seal the car in case you like driving through a biohazard. <laughs> That's area. so cool. It's not cool. It's yeah, not cool. That is cool though because no. you you are like gonna so, you're gonna be like see a, a poison cloud and you're like, hang on guys, go I ahead, got this. And <laughs> you just drive right through. And like, then the car comes to a halt as everyone inside suffocates. The <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Before you get to the poison cloud, then you yeah. die. Like, like how much air is enough air, like to five. live on? Like if if you sealed me in a car, five, but a, a normal worth. SUV. Am I? Is it a weekend? Am I living? No way. Mm-mm. In an SUV? I'm saying airtight. Yeah, no way. No? It could not last a weekend. I think it depends if you're asleep or not. Let's assume, like, just a normal day. Start off, start off awake, then fall asleep. Let's say, um, uh, Do I use more when I'm asleep or less? You use less, don't you? Uh-huh. It, all, it would also depend on the um, how high up you are in elevation, because there's more... Let's just ballpark this, guys. Sea this level. is a hypothetical. You would, you would use way less. Sea level, noon on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm well rested from the night before. Is it a vacuum? It, what does it mean, is it a vacuum? It's airtight. It's airtight. It's air I bet you couldn't last a day. Oh, you're full of it. In an SUV? And you die of what? Carbon dioxide poisoning? Well, right. you would take the cubic amount of air, right? And then every breath is a certain amount. And then every breath... In you take like twenty one percent of the oxygen. Twenty one percent. You breathe no. out a significant no, amount the of oxygen. oxygen. Is twenty one percent of the atmosphere, right. and you take set six or seven. We know. went through this in the Martian. Yeah, I they know. did. He caused a big problem for himself by breathing out mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. one point. Spoiler: Did you see the movie? I'm not seeing the movie. I, I saw it. Did you like it? I liked it. Have you read the book? Yes. Okay. So, as someone who read the book, you'd like the movie. Yes. What's the you doing the point? The, like the only thing. The only, well, it's one of those things where you know how you. When you read the book, there's a lot more. There's more science. It's denser. There's more problems. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I miss some of that, but I understand. Like, as a movie, it's like it's good. It's fun. I watched the movie and I thought, 
This feels a bit Ridley Scott, and then it was directed by Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> I feel like the perfect way to consume that product, if you haven't consumed it yet, is probably the audiobook. That's what I did, actually. You did the audiobook? A, yeah, yeah. Like, the book is even denser science-wise than the audiobook is. Oh, I really? Feel like, yeah. I want really? really want to read the book. I think it is. The audiobook's on a bridge, though. Well, there's a lot of parentheticals in, uh, in the book. Because I, I got the book after I got the audiobook. But either way, I think the audiobook's great. Yeah. Then the you movie get, like, was the, not good? Okay. I haven't seen it. Oh. No, neither Gus nor I have I seen it. I thought visually it was very nice. And I, I like the we're at the point in movies where you could just totally buy it. It's like I'm not even thinking how they mm-hmm. got those shots. I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's he on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously they just went to some red desert probably in Africa. Or probably a green room and shot all that stuff. No, that's some definite sand stuff. Is there? Yeah. You can put sand in the green room. Probably the same place they <laughs> shot Red Planet, to be honest. This is the same feel. Yeah, maybe so. We're looking for some pretty cool landscapes right now for a show that we're making. An upcoming show. Um, so, you know, um, you talked about how the Model X has that biohazard button. Basically, it just has, like, air filters that are really good at, uh, at filtering out, you know, bacteria. Virus, is that what it is? Things in the air, yeah. By the way, not a fan. Not a fan of that? Not a fan. Not a fan of it. It's more expensive than the Model S. Did you know that? Yeah, it's bigger. I know, but it's like it's, steel. they're trying to get to the Model 3, which is the $35,000 version that, that everyone can afford or most people can afford. Yeah. That's kind of the holy grail of electric vehicles. They're going the wrong direction. Yeah, they're but going they haven't up. scaled yet. They haven't finished the factory to increase their output of batteries. Also, those gullwing doors that they have on it, that's like the big feature, <laughs> mm-hmm. the doors that go up. It's not all the doors. It's just the back ones. It's just the back ones. Yeah. That's weird to me. So the driver door doesn't have it? You nailed it. That's the consumer reaction right there. So everyone's going to be just climbing in it. through the back because it's cooler. <laughs> and clamber over the front yeah. seat. Well, in my car right now, well, think it's, about it. If you, you if you put like kids in the back, you don't want them opening the door and like banging the shit out of your door. So it makes sense for that. No, it does. Little, little idiots in the back. Doesn't a door that goes like this go out just as far as a door that does this? No, it like lifts. Like they can park like like wedge in. Oh, so next they stuff. slide up. They don't. They like, go up. They're like hinged up. They go and I, up. And I think and they have they a sensor it. that could tell them how much space they have to yeah, work. Yeah, Tesla loves those fucking sensors. They're on everything. I I read a report. Uh, on the Google self-driving you read, cars. You did you see? not read a report? What are you, You're sitting down and reading reports? What report did you read? Or is report. that an expression that you're using? A news report on a website. What do I you call see. it? An article. A news article. An article. Okay. Asshole. <laughs> like breaking out <laughs> a dissertation. And uh, he was reviewing the Google self-driving cars. And he was just complaining about how boring it was. And no, it's like, I, that's fuck off. Cool. No, 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 listen. I saw one in the parking lot. The, the guy was dr- Two guys were driving around in yeah. it. Yeah. And I stopped them, and I was like, how can I get in it? And they were like, you can't. I was like, no, no, I'm serious. I want to go on a ride. I was like begging them. I was like, please I, let me go. And they are like, ah, sorry. I love the car. Still, was like, like, fuck off, no, creeper. Is it NDA no. or something? Huh? You have to sign an NDA to get in? No, no. He wouldn't even. He's like, I was like, who, who's, who do hmm. I have to talk to to get into one of these? It's not just NDA. I mean, I'm sure the technology involved with it is very valuable he, technology. They don't yeah. want well, lots don't of random people observing. They make it in a car that looks ridiculous. They put it in like an old Volvo And it drives up. It goes, and it it, it 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 makes like a hovercraft I, noise. I, tr- I I contacted Google. He to did ask to Gus. get into the car. I was gonna surprise you if they let me in, uh, and and take you with me. But they they said no. Oh. You would have been in a robot car, and they said they're, no they're being stored. Have you seen them? They're like they're right, right around know, the corner from they, here. Oh, man, you can go see them. But the, guy, the guy. Thank you, though. That's really nice. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna take you with me. The but. guy. In the article, it's like halfway nice. It's <laughs> like he said the experience was too boring, and the cars drove too safely. That was a, a bike. Isn't that exactly <laughs> what you want from a car that's not being driven by someone? Yeah. You want it to be just so ordinary Google, and plain. you fucked up by not letting me in your car. I'm giving you a chance right now. You, you can, can let redeem. me and Chris. He will not bring his bucket. What? 
we will ride in your stupid car. Let me and Gavin and the other one will fucking race them <laughs> in the self-driving car. So it, it, it's, it's up to you, Google. Just get back to me. I want one. I would absolutely get one. Yeah? I, I just hop in a car and then it drives me to work. How That's cool kind of what that? happens already. If it's safe, for me. <laughs> <laughs> the car is <laughs> You don't. You already don't drive. I want to replicate my current experience without inconveniencing anyone else, and it's perfect. You could do that by getting a license. He doesn't want Gus. He doesn't want to ruin right. anybody's morning. He just wants engineers to spend decades of their life perfecting this technology. <laughs> this is not so. just for me. There's loads of people doing it. And also, I get a lot done as a passenger or in an Uber. I do all my email on the way to work. I'm like, beep, 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 beep. I'm Ash- going to do that if I'm driving. Ashley and I never fight ever. Asterisk. <laughs> I drive. Uh, where is she? I drive. <laughs> I drive everywhere, and like, she's just in the passenger seat, like, having a great time. Email, you name it. That piss you off? She's doing it over there. Well, especially, like, I'll start <laughs> tapping on the map because we're going somewhere. And I, go, I don't know where we're going. Like, yesterday, we, we all went to a puzzle room together. Yes. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we all went to a puzzle room. I didn't know where the puzzle room was. So I'm like, where's this puzzle room? And uh, I'm driving down the road. I think I hear footsteps. <laughs> I don't know where she's she is. She's, she's in here. the rock band room, I think. Wait, is she over there? No, that's no she's, she's practicing. Okay. But um, I didn't know where it was, and I made this comment. I don't know where this puzzle room is. And she goes, she goes, she goes, oh, um, is it in the email that, you, that they sent for it? And I'm like, yes. And so I'm at a stoplight. We get to a stoplight. So I look up the email and then we start going again. And then I start typing in the address and she goes, she goes, careful. Shouldn't be doing that while you're driving. I'm like, <laughs> I agree. I'm just waiting for her to like pick up and do it as well. Here's she how just- I, being someone from England and a lot blunter than Americans. Hey, can you navigate? That's why I do that with uh, Matt all the time. And by the way, it's always a mistake. Why? Because Matt Hollum is great at everything except for when he gets in a car. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I would not trust him to navigate. I, what happens, Gus, when Matt gets in a car? There's one navigation thing I would do trust him with. It's figuring out where a fucking on-ramp in L.A. is. Yeah. If you are not on the freeway Matt and you knows. need to get on the freeway and you know what freeway you're looking for, he can tell you how to do that. He can tell you how to do that. <laughs> But I mean, we, we went through, we shot on Laser Team for 40, day, 40 nights. We were shooting at night in the freezing cold. Did you ever see Matt get like flustered one time? Anything no. like that? Didn't happen, right? He's cool as a cute. Solid as rock. Gus, you've ridden in a car with Matt how many times? Like maybe half a dozen times? Maybe. You've seen him like yelling at other drivers, them yelling yep. back at him? Yep. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. He gets Getting into to- yelling fights with people? But he didn't yell at him. There was that one time that woman yelled at him that he had a small dick. <laughs> and she made the, she's like, I was going to bring that up in particular. Yeah, but she's yeah. like, you have a small dick. Because you have a little dick yeah, to him. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, that was like the same trip where Gus bolted yep. at the Del Taco. It was E3 2001. Heading that was to the so Vegas long Yeah. The Del Taco doesn't exist anymore. So Michael told me he's going to Vegas for the first time. Yeah? Yeah. For, for fun or for a particular reason? I think he's going for fun. He's just yeah. never been before. Do Can you... Okay. What do you mean? It's like I picture someone going to Vegas for not fun. Well, we go to conventions. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, it, did fun. he have a specific reason? Like, oh, for a wedding or, oh, for a, mm. you know, a convention or, you know. Mm. I can honestly say I've never been to a wedding in Vegas. Sorry, I'm chewing on my food over here. Yeah, so. let, um, I, I went to, uh, I went to a wedding to, in Vegas. Didn't you go to Becca's I, wedding? I, I went to a wedding in Vegas, and it was, <laughs> it was, it was the most surreal thing. Yeah, it was at Becca's wedding. Uh, because, like, we were waiting. We, we, they finished the ceremony. Uh, it was at Caesar's Palace. We finished the wedding ceremony. Then we went over to like the room where the reception was. They weren't quite ready, so we had to stand in the hall. I was supposed to go to that. And as we're standing in the hall, 
Heather Graham walked by right in front of me. Right. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Then we go in, and later Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis show up. Because <laughs> I guess they were all there doing like a press junket for the Hangover 3 or 3, three probably. whatever was yeah. out. It's like, what are the fucking odds? They crashed the wedding. Yeah, they just like show up. That's pretty smart doing a movie in Vegas because you could just go back there for the press. It's just like an excuse to go to Vegas over and over again for the same thing. I'm done. I spent eight days in a row or nine days in a row in Vegas. And oh, never, that sounds I'm awful. Never going back. Heather Graham's tiny, by the way. Completely burned me out. What? Heather Graham's tiny. Oh, I believe it. I don't think she's a real person. Why is it that whenever someone she's sees like, a celebrity in real life, they have to comment on their size? Are you up or down? The scale. Have you ever met somebody that, like, you've seen on television or anything and met them in person and they're the exact same size that you thought they would be? <laughs> you are the perfect height that I thought you were. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever had anybody tell you that at the convention game when you're signing anything? Like, oh, you're the same size I thought you would be. People? No, people say I was not sh- a lot shorter and a lot taller. And people- my nose was a lot bigger and a lot smaller. <laughs> <than it looks laughs> in people always comment. That I'm a lot taller than they expect. Well, I, they, I think all the original guys get that because we're all like, I mean, Jeff and Matt are right about six feet, right? Yeah, we're all like above six feet, basically. Yeah, and so and Nathan was six five, so it's like, and Joel, Joel as well. So like, all of us appeared together, and nobody realized how tall we all were. We Joel's all just not six five. No, Nathan's six five. Joel <laughs> is six two. Christ. Joel's like six one, six two. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we're all uh, we're all up there. Yeah. Uh, here, let me let me read this. He's sixty two. <laughs> what, what is what? average height? <laughs> Let me read this. I think average height is like five what? foot five, nine. For, yeah, five for a guy, nine, five, five, nine, five ten. I'm going to read this. Nine. Hey, Gus, let me ask you one I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Braintree. Developers around the world have embraced the Braintree V.0 SDK as the easiest way to add secure mobile payments to their apps and websites. No matter what the payment type, Braintree accepts it. What? It's over here. Uh, Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if something new pops up, Braintree will support that too. It's the same payment solution used by Uber, Airbnb, and GitHub so you know that it scales. Braintree has simple, secure payments, code you can integrate in minutes, and developers, they got you. Don't worry about taking days to integrate your payments. With Braintree, it's done in minutes. Integrating it into your app is as easy as inserting a few lines of code. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash roosterteeth. Braintreepayments.com slash roosterteeth. Start accepting money. Just do it. There's no reason not to accept money. Just do it. No reason just at all. Just do it. That always leads to good stuff if you yes. just take money. We did it. that many years ago. Um, I told a story, by the way, when I was at the University of Nebraska this last week about our early uh, <clears throat> PayPal system. And everyone in the audience said they had never heard the story before about when we turned it on for the first time. And We've told that story a billion times. Many right? times. Yeah. Those people don't listen to the podcast. Probably not. We're, every story We're not big in Nebraska? What's that? What? <laughs> you went to do a talk in Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, this is actually How the does last. That have anything to do with what I said? You said what? we're not big in Nebraska. That has everything to do with what you said. No, I mean, why are you telling me he was there? I know he was there. What? Then you told me I was. <laughs> no, Gavin's. A... You're wrong. How am I wrong? You're, you're just wrong. <laughs> Gavin, what are you trying to say? I was making a joke. Oh, we're not big in Nebraska. <laughs> so anyway, guys, <laughs> I went to Nebraska. I'm confused. But there's nothing to be confused about. Here's the good part about it. That's my last, like, as soon as I got back from Lincoln, Nebraska, which there is, and Austin suffers from the same thing. There is not a direct flight in the world that goes to Lincoln, <laughs> Nebraska. You had to connect from everywhere to go to Lincoln. And uh, when I got back and stepped off the plane in Austin to, by the way, some gorgeous weather nice that we are having right now in Austin. Um, when I got back, I, I realized, I looked at my calendar. I have, I'm not going anywhere. I have, like, my calendar's, like, wide open at this point. I have nothing in the month of October. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to be here. You. You're going to absolutely go somewhere. I'm yeah, you. Andy said that to me, too. He's like, you're fine. You're fine. You'll be on a plane tomorrow. You I'm not telling you to be half too hard. Hey, see, yeah, he is. He's bossy. 
He's type A. The um, yeah, so I'm sure something will come up, but that's going to be, I think, my last speaking engagement I do for a very long time, mm-hmm. like very long time. Why? Because I, I did a lot of them for a long time. Like last year when we were getting ready for Laser Team, and you know we were doing the deal with full screen and everything. I was in like basically on a speaking tour of like just kind of one of the problems we always dealt with for years and years at Rooster Teeth, and we're still not over it yet. Is that people always like talk tell us how how big we are, how big the audience is. Like they're like a lot of people don't realize that. You know what I mean? We have a huge audience, and a lot of people watch our content. But it's like in the industry as a whole, like we have to go and convince video game companies, right. you know, that we have a lot of gamers that watch our stuff and you should get us not even just like not even advertise with us, just get us a free copy of the game. You I know what so I mean? So mad today. It's crazy sometimes. I'm so mad. Yeah. And well, then we, and you get furious when you see like other people with with I saw Greg Miller had Yoshi's <laughs> Wooly World and he did a fucking unboxing earlier and I'm sitting here with nothing. <laughs> Greg Miller. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> these, are the kind of, these are the kind of conversations we have a lot by the way is when you see anybody else on social media with something that you don't have, you're like the fuck is wrong with this what's it seems like such an injustice in the world i never i've never felt that way you're full of shit i've never seen someone with something before me and gone damn it let me let me eventually let me tell you something else if they did a collection of people where they were featuring different artists from youtube and you were not in that collection of people that was featured that would not you wouldn't have a a thing somebody to say about that i might make a little snarky comment but there's tons of youtubers why would i be in everything well okay the snarky comments what i'm talking about He's not going home and cutting himself. <laughs> he, just, he just wants a copy of the fucking game, Gavin. You're taking that too seriously, I guess. But yep. it is a thing we talk about. Like when somebody like, like if there was a GameStop commercial and they put somebody on it and it's like, we're like, what the fuck? Why, why didn't we get that? How come we talk to us about that? What the fuck? Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's the way artists are. We just get, uh, we just get like real like. Just get in your own head. Yeah, get in your own head a little bit. That's a good way to put it. I feel like we've been. Hey, you want the other half of this thing? We've no. Been in are you trying to kill me? Why would I try to kill you? It's rations. You're going to live. Survival You made fun of me for eating a day's worth of food, and now you're offering me a half day? There's only 200 calories. There's another 100 calories no. right here. Half day. I'll eat I'm it later. A half day today. Okay. <laughs> you can have all these, Chris. Now that I've opened it, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to eat it again. It. Chip, I had a buck. Yes. A pilot died mid-flight. Phoenix, uh, Red Boston? Eye from Phoenix to Boston. Yeah. Pilot died. Did they say how? How did he die? No. They didn't say. And they didn't say whether or not... He died in the air or once they were on the ground. They, he, they, landed, they had to divert to Syracuse. Do you think that the co-pilot who has to take over, if the pilot dies, is like trying extra hard not to die? Yeah, I would think so. He's like locked in, it's right? Like, I'm now the Keep only living. pilot on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did they say how old he is? Uh, I don't, no, I don't think they really Does it matter anymore. now? Well, um, it's like if he died and he was 28, then that's like, that's weirder. Yeah. You know? So I wonder in that case if, like, let's say I don't, I don't, I don't know what the procedure is for this. But let's say commercial flight, this flight, pilot becomes incapacitated, he can no longer perform his duties. What do they do with him? Do they have to bring a flight attendant to come Ooh, in that's and a good sit question. in the in the pilot seat, or where do they put the pilot? Do they put him on the ground? That's probably like a, a cupboard. No, yeah, like a cupboard. A Here's pilot. how they solve that problem. That's a lot of wasted space. I can say they solve that problem. Eject. That's what they do. Just, <laughs> they fire him out. That's I it. imagine they would just prop him up in one of the bogs and lock it. God. What? No. I guarantee well, they don't do th- that. There's, I know on international flights that some of the airlines have places to store bodies if they yes. die. I believe Singapore Airlines has that on the A380. I believe you are correct. That's so, probably more comfortable than a seat. <laughs> <laughs> but also on, on, on intercontinental flights like that, there are uh, crew quarters. Yeah. Like, there's a little space with beds for the crew to, to sleep. But still, it's like, so then, that, so then assuming they move the pilot somewhere else, the incapacitated pilot, can you imagine the pressure on that 
other person who has to take his seat, even if they're not doing anything, it's like they just have to sit there and not fuck anything up. Like, just sit there. In a chair that someone just died in. Right. And don't touch anything. Just if someone tells you to do, flip a switch, you flip a switch. But why wouldn't they just keep him in the chair thinking about it? Because I think they need to have two people in the, in the cockpit. It's like a self-driving just... car. You've got to have somebody at the wheel ready to grab it. Well, I mean, the co-pilot's at the, the controls. The other person's not just the co-pilot there. anymore. got a promotion. Okay, the pilot, the newly promoted pilot, is controlling the plane. The other person's just waiting, right? Well, so but... just stand behind the dead pilot. Uh... I think it's one of those things, too, where it's like, you, it's a safety <laughs> thing where it's like, he's falling asleep and he's shaking. Behind the pilot, like in your lap? Like you're Patrick Swayze making a clay pot and ghost? Is that like that kind of a thing? You're not like reaching around him controlling anything. You just stood waiting. You're waiting for the next pilot to biff it. <laughs> I would, all I think is like that would be so intense for the one pilot. It's like you got like you, this is why you have it. You have double the amount of people you need to fly the plane in case something goes wrong. Something goes wrong, you no longer have double the amount of people you need to fly the plane. Right, that, so you got to get someone else in there. No, it'll be super tense, though, for that one person. Oh, who is the other jackass that's going to take over for the pilot? You're going to get, like, the, the head flight attendant or some dude from first class? They would, Probably they a would flight do, attendant. I mean, would... like, when, the pilot, when a pilot goes to the lavatory, they have to have a flight attendant walk into the cockpit. Just oh, so yeah. There's, just yeah, so there's oh, never one person. Right. Yeah, like and the it's, German... it's like a safety thing. Yeah, yeah, because right. they could lock the door and then go. Right. Like the Air Egypt guy did, right? Was it Air Egypt? Uh, <laughs> then, no, you think it was German wings more recently. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Air Egypt was the guy. They were actually both were in the cockpit. They were, and they were fighting, fighting each control, other. Yes. Yikes! What a nightmare situation. What a close space for a scuffle. Have you ever heard about that? Um, I may have talked about it a few weeks ago. Um, that FedEx flight where uh, a FedEx employee got onto the plane. He said, "You know, he asked for a ride." Oh, with a hammer. Memphis. Yeah, and he tried to kill the crew. Yeah. And what? they got in, they got into a fight <clears throat> in the cockpit. Yeah, he took a hammer in and a like a spear gun and tried to a kill them. A spear gun. Yeah, he hit the two pilots in the head. Uh, with the was hammer, he just, like in the back, opening FedEx packages. He's <laughs> like, like "Spear gun, yes. let's do this." <laughs> then turned on like the the flight engineer, and like they just ended up fighting. And I've seen pictures of the plane, and it's just and the pilot eventually regains consciousness and like tries starts doing like barrel rolls and shit. Barrel rolls, yeah, that'll fuck that's up. a movie. There's just blood all over the 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 place. So who? No, it's like, excuse me. Who was the guy fighting the crew? He was also a FedEx employee. So you just got like yeah, disgruntled was, employee. Yeah, he was. You tra- gotta be seriously disgruntled to start beating the shit out of a pilot uh, pilot that is flying the plane that you're he in. Was trying to Insurance his family, right? Right. He was trying to. Uh, oh, he's trying to die. He was trying to make it look like. That's why he took a hammer because it would look like blunt force trauma, and that they wouldn't be able to tell that anything had happened, and it would just look like they died in the crash. Oh shit! That's such an asshole thing to do. That's mega asshole, man. That's pretty bad. So yeah, there was a there, there was a air disasters about it recently. Oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> you it it must suck to wake up from like a concussion knockout and try and fly a plane. And then, and then try and kill someone, someone like, and then, yeah, spinning it around. You can see that if you go online and you look up those people in those slingshot rides. And then, you know, it's like the bungee, reverse bungee, where they, like, pull the pod down, and there's two people sitting in the pod, and they let it go, and it fires up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is yeah. that right? But they okay. land on a net or something? No, no, they just stay connected to things, and they bounce up and down for a little oh, bit. Oh, this is and not, like, they, the release thing. They put the tether, and they pull them back. Yeah. So it's not, like, shooting them like a catapult or anything yeah. like that. But uh, <clears throat> they just spring up and down. But it goes a really high distance, and a lot of people pass out on it. Uh, but the ride lasts about a minute and a half of go bouncing back and forth, up and down. And uh, there's always a camera right there, too. So mm-hmm. you see the person pass out. And then, inevitably, after the G-forces subside, <laughs> they wake up, and they're in midair. And they always, like, they always freak out and like, grab the handles. <laughs> like, like, what would it mean to wake up yeah. on that ride? 
I wonder my, if you my, would dream in between. <laughs> my favorite is the assholes who all run that ride. Will do things like they'll throw a bolt out under the guys, like yeah. right before they get released, and be like, and then so they hear something fall, and they're like looking around. The guy walks up, like, oh, here it is. It just fell off. And then they, let him, <laughs> they release him and let him go up into the air. It's like the guys who like throw a, a loose bit of rope off after a bungee jump. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Seems dangerous oh, too. I mean, it's like, why would you put anything like someone's gonna like throw off their form or anything like that? I just did that recently. Did that uh, indoor skydiving? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I Why? did it. Ashley and I went and did it the the two weeks ago. <laughs> you <laughs> you guys ahead. are like a bunch of teenagers in love, like with all your little activities that you do, we've like puzzle fun. rooms and this skydiving. Yeah, we've been having fun. You went to the puzzle room too. You can't make fun of him for that. Yeah, but I was invited. You still went. Yeah. It was still an activity you participated in. Thank you for going, by the way. It was well, I can't believe I got both of you to one I thing. I was blown away when I saw you in there. It was fun. I almost pulled the hermit trifecta. I almost got uh, Ryan to go. He dropped out last minute because he couldn't get a sitter. You didn't almost get Ryan to go. I know. I, he I he was never going. Oh, there you go. Look. See, we have nine people, but you're allowed to have ten. That was fun. Well, that looks fun. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> We only, yeah. have, we only have space for one more person. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Chris. We, only, we didn't have room for you. We just have space for a person. <laughs> but we, uh, Barbara didn't invite me the last time I, I talked about puzzle rooms and told her. And didn't you go on that one? I did go on the last one. Well, there you go. Yeah, we saw your picture there. Yeah. Oh, looked yeah? like fun. We did good, except for the last. We did the same place. You guys did the villain one. Everyone yeah. complained about the exact same thing about your run. Yeah, I bet. We, uh, yeah, we had. Uh, oh, ours somebody, was like, somebody got bossy? Ours was like a Harry Potter knockoff. Um, uh, it, was, it was wizard school. Of course, Blaine was ruining the presentation of it for the poor lady because it was all like non Harry Potter stuff, and he was like, "Is that like uh, Dumbledore?" (laughs) (laughs) So you you guys having a good time? Where are you in that? What do you mean? Where is he? You can't see him. I'm the one on top of everyone. (laughs) He says very tall. (laughs) Honestly, you were so like flamboyant. I just ignored it. I was looking for like someone more quiet. That's a lot of fun. So speaking of Federal Express, going back a little bit, I recently found out why American Express is called American Express. It started off as a postal service, as a parcel service. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And then it evolved and became, I think, the first credit card? Oh, no, I, or... I was thinking of American Eagle. <laughs> Sorry. The clothing company? Yeah, I was like, huh, they, they went from... <laughs> they went from uh... Is that more interesting? I don't know. It's, it's a, a clothing little, company? It's a little more interesting. Did you say went... American Eagle was a clothing company? It is. American Eagle Outfitters. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, when he said American Eagle, the airline. I thought about the airline, <laughs> but I, I, I used my Chris brain engaged, and I go, he thinks it's a clothing company. So it's American Eagle <laughs> yeah. and American Apparel? The two it's American companies? Eagle Outfitters. Is like a, it's kind of like, like a gap for oh. people who just like think gap's like too formal, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what American <laughs> Eagle Outfitters is. Beachwear? Patrick, Patrick, how would you describe Is that an accurate description? Meh. Today's podcast is brought to you by American Eagle Outfitters. <laughs> Hope you like flannel. Sorry. I'm in a fucking hell of a time be, with stupid Wi-Fi. They used to be, uh, they used to sell, what did they do? American Express or whatever? They were a postal service. They were a postal service. Parcel service. Parcel service, there you go. So that's why they were called that. Hmm. I also want to point out to you, now that we're in October, I want to point out, I try to do this as a public service announcement every October. Halloween is coming up. And this is your yearly reminder that never in the history of of the United States, and probably the entire world, but definitely the United States, never has there ever been a recorded instance of someone poisoning Halloween candy. It has never happened. But every time you mention it, I feel like someone's going to do it. I know. When you say it like that, it sounds like a challenge. It's not a challenge. It's, it's not a challenge. Put laxative in. <laughs> it's just this like mass delusion that everybody has that we're not safe. It's literally never happened. The only thing that could be <laughs> close to being qualified for that is a guy poisoned his own <laughs> nephews, or maybe it's not a nephew, maybe his son. 
son's candy because he guy was an idiot. He took out like a forty thousand dollar insurance policy on a kid, and then two days later poisoned the candy and gave it to him to kill what him. What kind of candy was it? Yeah, to kill him, Gavin. <laughs> What do you think it was? Like a vomit insurance policy? (laughs) 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 My kid threw up. Pay up, motherfuckers. It's liquid gold. But never, honestly, never a recorded instance of anyone poisoning Halloween candy and handing it out to strangers. That's never, ever happened. Did you hear about the Minecraft streamer? Oh, God. Burnt his. But oh, is that oh, what the oh, Japanese guy was? I saw that video. Yeah, yeah like he, he he was like messing with he something. Got, he got an oil lighter as a gift, and he was showing it off on his webcam to his Did he get it from stream. one of the viewers? I don't know who he got. Where I'm going to buy those for all my favorite and, streamers. Uh, <laughs> he, he filled it with oil, lit it, and... Uh, it just like exploded in his hand. It basically started oh. two fires. It started a fire no, that's, that's the big mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, do- he tossed the match into a bag of tissue. And then he takes the bag of tissue into the corner and throws cardboard boxes on it. I'll smother it with cardboard. (laughs) It's like I just gotta say, streaming pro tip: if you're gonna be on camera, move the enormous bag of used tissues just a little bit (laughs) off camera, just for everybody's sake. That's a lot of specimen. Yeah, yeah. So he burned down his apartment with his. He he burned down. He burned down. Everyone's everyone's (laughs) giving him shit for like the way he handled this, and I'm sure he was panicked. But surely in, like, panic situations, you you just do, like, raw instinct. And his instinct <laughs> was to put cardboard boxes over it. Maybe the fire hypnotized him. It was like a god to him. What it a dipshit. Like, did anyone die? Yes, one person died. One person oh, no, died? No, somebody died, in that? died from that? Yeah, it, it burned three different apartment buildings. Um, multiple people had to go to the hospital, and one of his neighbors died. Oh, oh my god, god, I didn't know god. that. That's, oh, that's really awful. Can you imagine if they were watching the stream? They probably would have known. <laughs> They'd probably be a little more alert. That's yeah. That's crazy. David, like, ah, what an idiot. <laughs> Where does that guy live? <laughs> it's like, I had no idea. Then you're on the parking lot with the guy covered in a blanket and all so all your face going. I'm a huge fan. Dude. I've I've always bought fire extinguishers for my house. I've never had to use them, uh, and I've always thought maybe it was a waste of money. But then I watch that, like, no, I'm absolutely glad that I have fire extinguishers. I'm pretty in my sure house. I'm fire extinguisherless at my house. I'm pretty sure. I need to get some I'm fire pretty, extinguishers. I'm pretty sure everyone's fire extinguisher at home because they're not like workplace ones. They're like mini ones, like you could fit under the yeah. sink. I'm pretty sure they're useless. No, no. All right, they're still fun. <laughs> fun or effective? Because I want a fire extinguisher to be effective. No, 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 no. Like they I'm empty sure so fast. I know. In like um, in high school, me and my friends would um, Go on. get little fire extinguishers and play with them. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, first of all, there's there's basically three different kinds of fire extinguishers, and two of them are perfectly fine to play with, and like you know, you can spray people. One is the CO2 ones. That's the big fog ones. Yeah. That's like the ones we had on immersion, and I made sure we tested those. The other kind is the ones that just have water in them. Those are super old school, like yeah. pressurized water. You can spray those. We used to do that in my grandmother's apartment building. Every time they replaced the fire extinguishers, like we'd a, take them down and spray <laughs> each other. It's like a Laurel and Hardy skit. It's or that three third stooges. kind, which is the chemical sand, whatever the hell that is. The in there. stuff. That is awful. Well, I guess there are foam ones too. I consider like the CO two ones, but no, there's this like <laughs> there's this like foam stuff that 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 some of these fire extinguishers spray out, and it's like. It dries out the air. I don't know how else to describe it. It like, sucks every bit of moisture out of the air. I was waiting to see which one you said was the one not to play with. And I was going to cross-reference that with the one fire extinguisher that I fired at Dan. Same one. Was it? <laughs> was it the, the powder one? Yeah. That just, oh, it's, and did he, did he hack and cough for hours? Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was collapsed. Yeah. I love how you're laughing about it. He almost died. <laughs> he didn't die. He was just like, he couldn't breathe anywhere. <clears throat> um, here, what I, I, I have never seen a foam fire extinguisher. Electrical fires. 
Yeah? It's like it's like type A, type B, and type C, right? I feel like I've seen it, but I've never encountered yeah. a foam fire extinguisher. Not that I fire a bunch of fire extinguishers, but, you know. What do those look like? They all look the same, don't they? They just have, like, different labels. You don't know. Labels. It's those things for, yeah. That's not racist. It's the opposite of racist. They all look the same. <laughs> That's a racist. It's different kinds. Different... I think all fire extinguishers. I don't see like. a difference between fire extinguishers. <laughs> they're just all fire extinguishers. Okay, here are here are the different types, <clears throat> and they're they're denoted by the band on the fire extinguisher. At least in in the uh, in the UK, uh, they're the, just different colors. In Australia, and New Zealand, they do it by band on there, and then in the UK, they do it by different colors. Um, but in the US, that's the only one that matters. Uh, there's an A in a green triangle. Ordinary solid combustibles. B, B fire extinguisher is for flammable liquids and gases. C fire extinguisher is for energized electrical equipment. That's probably your foam one right there. Mm-hmm. And then D is for combustible metals. What's a combustible metal? Like magnesium? Magnesium, magnesium yeah. You say magnesium or you say some stupid British pronunciation of it? I said magnesium. Like man- magnesium. Uh, and then a K. K. There's a K fire extinguisher. That's for oils, oils and fats. Oils so and K fats, would okay. be for kitchen. Okay. It it's, is K for kitchen. It's filled with like baking soda. I don't soda. know if the one I have is for my... Hmm. <laughs> they, they have the... It's all a mnemonic device. A is for ash, for solid combustibles. Oh, <clears throat> B is for barrel. I don't know what the hell that means. C is for current, for electrical stuff. And then D is for combustible metals. D is for dynamite. I'm not spraying fucking <laughs> a fire extinguisher on a stick of dynamite that's lit. I'm getting the hell out of there. Yeah, you don't really want to aggravate dynamite with force, do you? That would be a fun thing to do for... Uh, Immersion? Maybe immersion, like like light something, <laughs> light a fuse and see if you could stop it from reaching the thing. Like have faux dynamite, but a real fuse. You know what I found out? We were trying to blow up different liquids. If you take one of those firecrackers... Who's, and, who's we? The Slumber Guys? Yeah. <clears throat> Slumber. If, if you take one of those firecrackers and weigh it down and drop it into water, the fuse will still go. If you drop it into gasoline, it goes out. What? Yeah. Wait, wait. So you're saying if someone has a stick of dynamite, throw it in gasoline. Like, Quick, put it in gasoline. Well, whatever that particular fuse was made out of, it couldn't. It couldn't stay ignited. Follow up question. I'm sure, there's a very good reason for that. Why are you throwing firecrackers in gasoline? Yeah, really. Well, how did you discover that? To make an explosion. What do you think? What? What kind of question <laughs> is, is it? That? Like you're talking about like petrol or diesel? Petrol. Wow. Okay. Do you see the guy who? That's dangerous, dude. That's dangerous. Do not mess around with gas and fire. Just don't do it. Small amounts are very combustible. How safety checks? That's true. You are very thorough. Yeah, I've seen it. You're going to be fucking kidding me. You laughed because Dan almost died. You were literally laughing about it a second ago. You covered him like burning oil at one point. I remember. We had a B-type fire extinguisher on the standby. Did you? It's for barrel. For your B. There was a guy (laughs) at a gas station who was filling up his car, and he saw a spider, and he decided to kill the spider with a fire. With a lighter. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what? So he tried to light the the spider on fire, and he did. It was but also right, his car and the gas tank. It was like on his car next to the gas tank. <laughs> Have you not seen An that video? <laughs> oh my god! It's, and then he and then it's on fire, and then he pulls the the, <laughs> the, 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 the nozzle oh, out. Oh, what an idiot! Do you think at the moment it all caught fire? He was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I used to fire think also kills people. <laughs> people always fuck up with that in fire. But do you remember the? Uh, I think it was in Rome when the fire. Chief was doing the uh, <laughs> was doing the demonstration, guess of how dangerous fire is, and he's lighting the fire in the town square, and the mayor's there, and then the canister that he's using to spray like some kind of fuel for this fire 
it itself catches on fire. So he starts shaking it, and then he starts throwing fire everywhere. <laughs> and then he like throws it to the side and makes an arc of fire that covers the mayor and a bunch of other people, and they all go running away. Patrick, I'll see if I can find I mean, that. Technically, he proved his point. He really proved his point. While you look that up, I want to read this. I want before we get too far away from okay. it, and you can read that because I'm really interested in what you have to read there. But uh, the, what's ironic or what's interesting to me about the. Uh, Minecraft streamer who lit his house on fire. The very first video I ever saw from Minecraft was the dude in the game Lighting that his lit his on house fire. on fire. Yeah, mm. and that's how I first learned about that game. I thought that game looks like fun. Mm. I was like, why is that a big deal? Did he make? Did he find all that stuff and build that house himself? But like, yeah, it's like, oh, what an idiot! I gotta play this game. Right. It was to- it was totally like it could have been real life. All right, want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is <laughs> the also brought to you too. by Dollar Shave Club. Stop shaving with an old razor; it's gross. Excuse me. Why are you torturing yourself with a gross old blade week after week? Probably because you don't want to shell out $20 for a pack of new ones. DollarShaveClub.com has, revo- Again. <laughs> DollarShaveClub.com has revolutionized the way men shave. With Dollar Shave Club, you can shave with a fresh blade as often as you want because they deliver a whole sleeve of amazing razors for just a few bucks a month. The razors are so good, millions of guys have joined. Even the billion-dollar razor companies are freaking out. Instead of lowering their bloated prices, they're trying to fool you into milking the same blade for an entire month, and that's gross. Never go back to squeezing weeks and weeks of shaves out of a disgusting, rusty blade. Join Dollar Shave Club and use a fresh blade whenever you want. It feels amazing, and it's a third of the price. Join the millions of others who figured out a smarter way to shave. Join Dollar Shave Club. Dot- Join Dollar Shave Club now by going to dollarshaveclub.com/roosterteeth. That's dollarshaveclub.com/roosterteeth. I used them extensively just the other day. Because you shaved just the other day. Because I shaved just the other day. It was on Friday. I'm using mainly a razor to shave my neck, but I love Dollar Shave Club. Why bother shaving your neck? Disruptive company. I've got, I like that. I've got weird hairs that grow like out of my Adam's apple, like right here. Your Adam's apple, serious? How yeah, come I've never noticed that? Do, do a profile of that. That's foul. It's like your nose. Wow, that's serious. <laughs> Dude, can you make it move? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what is one? Like, if you were to pull one out, what does it look like? I don't know what that is. Is it's it on the outside of the esophagus or is it on the inside? Why do we have them? Piece <laughs> of apple. Like, what's the, what's the And why don't purpose? girls have them? Mariel, why don't you have one? I don't know. Likely answer. <laughs> she Let me claims look it up. to not know. You want me to look it up? Hey, Patrick, I sent you that world's worst fire demonstration. Do you want to see it? Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is already bad. Oh. Where'd you say this was? This was Rome? Oh, here he goes. This is it. This is it. So he's got a canister with some fuel in it. Oh, oh God. Then he's like, oh, nope. Then he throws this thing. Good Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my, I love his reaction. Was just to chuck that thing. And he took it right into the crowd. Oh, my God. And that's a trained professional. Hope everybody's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine, imagine how we'd react. What were you just talking about? You were going to oh, Adam's apple. Yeah, Adam's apples. Um, you want to take guesses before? Like what it is? It's yeah. gonna be something. To I do think with it's just cartilage well, making it? your voice deeper or something. Because so if I pulled it right? out, would you not talk as deep? It's a weak spot, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason it exists. Okay, Adam's apple is it on the inside of the esophagus mm-hmm. or the trachea or the outside? I think it's on the outside. outside. I think it's on the outside too. If it was in your like, esophagus, it feels like then it's girls on the would be able to eat faster. <laughs> 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 it makes sense. What? All right, that's it. We're done. Three hundred forty-four episodes. <laughs> that was it. You saw it right here. We experienced it together. The Adam, anybody want to guess what the uh, what the actual official name of the Adam's apple is? Uh, Apalea adamia. It is the laryngeal prominence, 
often referred to as the Adam's apple. A feature of the human neck is the lump or protrusion that is formed by the angle of the thyroid cartilage surrounding the larynx. Gus, your prominence looks really good today. It's very prominent. It looks very prominent. <laughs> I know where, where my larynx is. What's a larynx? Right, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. But it's like, <clears throat> I couldn't, like, if you said draw a larynx on a piece of paper, I wouldn't. It sounds like it. a, like, I'd draw some sort of cat. If, <laughs> that's, if it's like a valve of any sort. <laughs> that would be accurate, I think, for you. That's it. Everything on the inside looks like a vagina. Everything on the inside. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, everything's like valve looking, isn't it? And it like breathes through and it just looks like. Do you like, think anything vaginas look like valves? Do you no, get, do you get like, turned on? <laughs> Like, no. looking at your water hose, like the little thing. It looks like <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So larynx is just the vocal cords. That's the whole shebang there? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, because when you lose your voice, when you get laryngitis. Right? I'm, yeah, what that, that I mean, is we're, true. That is correct. We're breaking this down here you for you. You also lose your voice when you get hit in the head and you get knocked out. Someone, but they don't call it laryngitis when that happens. <laughs> someone, on, Lord. someone on Twitter is saying that... You also lose your voice when you die flying in an airplane. <laughs> the Adam's apple is a secondary sexual characteristic for men. So That's it's just secondary for, yeah, to what? We, we know that, though. So it's just for, like, it's just mating? The, secondary to what? What's our primary? It says, the Adam's apple is a secondary sexual characteristic for men like boobs are for women. I need some... I, I need some... <laughs> that's some sources. Bad, that's not. Or some, yeah, uh, I would some not compare this here. to boobs. Yeah, I don't know any girl who thinks an Adam's apple is attractive. <laughs> you an Adam's apples, Mariel? No, she is not. Right? She was very quick on the answer. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Can you imagine if you had to wear like special hey, clothes to like it, cover it, up it, and like hide yes. or like show little parts of your Adam's apple? <laughs> Maybe that's why priests. You get, like, this the is thing. the cleavage right here. <laughs> You're like trying to show off like Dressing just a little up. bit. Yeah. So in the American South, this is according to Wikipedia. In the American South, the Adam's apple is colloquially referred to as the goozle. Nope. <laughs> nope. Never, never, never heard, that. heard that in my life. The goozle. Oh, I just got punched in the goozle. <laughs> Why do I, don't, think- I don't know, doctor. My goozle's just been sore lately. <laughs> it's like you're hitting on a girl at the bar and your buddy's like, hey, goozle. <laughs> Pay attention. Goozle oozing. I can't find. What's the primary sex characteristic of men? I don't the know. Penis, I the penis. <laughs> oh, I got one of those. I'm okay. <laughs> Chris Damaris. I just want to make sure I'm checking all the boxes. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Okay, you goozle. You goozle. <laughs> you got to make sure your goozle looks good. Make sure your penis looks good. Goozle. It is weird that how something, how like an attractive thing on a girl can be the emission of something. Go right? on. Like. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, 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 wait. Attracting something on a girl can be an emission. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was looking at omission. An omission no, of something. No, okay, emission. okay, totally different. I thought it was oh. emission. I was okay. No, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the lack of an Adam's apple is attractive. No, but like a girl's smooth neck is attractive, and like a girl's lack of penis, even though there's not, you're not seeing anything. <laughs> it's all valves. You just can see that there's no penis there. Is attractive, isn't it? As a straight man. Yeah. What? <laughs> So it's a, so. Let's say you're, you you meet could say new. a penis is a lack of vagina. It's all your frame of reference. <laughs> no, no, That's what penis, I'm laughing yeah. at. A penis is external, and it like bulges through genes. But the lack of that is attractive to me. But <laughs> you could also. What about? What, no, no. But it works the opposite way. The boobs are the the uh, increase of a chest versus right. a lack. Like, there you go, yes. There you go. Yeah, there you go, Gav. There you go, there Gav. You go. That's your perfect woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's nothing going on down there. The lack of everything. You can slide your dick like, between those that? legs, no problem. What is that? It's a Barbie. Like, is that a bar- put that back up again. Look at the look at the distance between her thighs for a Barbie. I never I never really got the whole like I mean I'm sure they measured the proportions of Barbie mm-hmm. and thought it was ridiculous. But I could see it there. That's absolutely ridiculous. Also, that waist to hip ratio is crazy. Well, that's what they always say. But I guess I've just seen so many like ridiculous cartoons and stuff that like, and I've seen like women in like corsets, like mm-hmm. real women in, in those. And I've seen that on a person. That's ridiculous though. That looks like somebody with a hip condition. Her legs are so far apart. So you don't know what I'm talking about. We did le- the, the, the lack of a penis but, is what makes a woman attractive. <laughs> I think we're all going no, I mean, along. just like the physical look of that. But what about boobs? Oh, boobs are the. Do you do you think about that every time you're attracted to woman? Woman is that what you think though, <laughs> or do you think that's an attractive woman, or do you do you walk up to ladies and go, "Hey, nice no dick." Hey, baby. I noticed you got nothing down there. <laughs> Good help, but notice you don't have a penis because <laughs> I looked at your pants. I think and that, I happen to find that very attractive. I think I'm not wrong, but I don't know how to explain it. What you're saying is that it makes total sense to me, though. You're saying that you find something attractive due to its absence of something. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, like something is attractive because it doesn't have something. Whereas normally you don't know, like, you don't think a kitten is cute because it doesn't have. Horns. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. So people are clarifying that secondary sex characteristics aren't necessarily attractive. It's just that they appear after puberty. So oh. hair as well, I guess. Right. So Wait, probably, so you don't get your Adam's apple until after puberty? I think I guess. Really? Mm. Yeah, it comes in hard. So, you, so he, Chris is thinking about the deep voice might have something to do with it. And also someone else is saying that both males and females actually have Adam's apples, but they're just more prominent in males. Oh, what a bummer. Because everybody thinks that that's like an indication that somebody is a dude. And I'm sure there's a lot of ladies out there who have a prominent Adam's apple. Because it actually physically, anatomically exists in women. Right? Is that what you're seeing there? That's what they're saying, It just yeah. doesn't bulge out. Well, huh? it's like... It's not a it's prominence. It's like man nipples. It's not a prominence. It's not a laryngeal prominence. It's a, a goozle. It's a goozle. <laughs> goozle. Yeah, there's uh, quite a few people saying that, actually. So that's interesting. That's got to be a pain in the ass. I wonder if, like, you were a person who had a prominent Adam's apple, a lady. Could you get that reduced in some way? Mm. Well, have it, like, chipped away. though, because it's your neck, man. Like, yeah. They don't do a lot of plastic surgery on necks, do they? Um, no? <laughs> I'm looking at my neck now. I'm plastic my neck. Like, what would you have done? I think people... Like, I got a good neck. Like, like, old Lucas people sometimes have, like, that loose skin, like, tightened up, right? No, I saw a picture of Michael Moore the other day, like... I'm, 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 I'm an Irish dude. I'm like half Irish. So Irish people tend to wear a lot of weight in their face anyway, and I've, I've got that in my family. But if I got to the point where I got like the big like George Lucas thing or the, what Michael Moore's got now, I, I would have to do something about that, I think. I would have to do something about that. It would just be annoying yes, to like – Yes, Peach, I read your tweet. I think oh. it would be annoying to spill stuff on your neck. In, if it was big? Like when, when you like miss with food and it just goes down your chin, it's like, yeah, see – if he like spilt food, it would go on his neck. Ooh. Ooh. I'm reading Twitter. Gus and I both reading Twitter. No, we were <laughs> looking at Michael. No, that's not even yeah. like this is the recent one with his uh where to invade next. He's uh he's reached a whole new level. Um speaking of new levels, uh the uh, Twitter service got a new CEO. They got Jack is now their CEO. Jack Dorsey? I think Jack Patillo hates that guy. I would imagine Jack, Jack Patillo doesn't like him either because he's never gonna get the uh Twitter oh. handle Jack. Ever, because the, one of the founders of Twitter and now the CEO of Twitter is named Jack. But I, I saw this, and I'm always reminded, I've always wanted to talk about this on the podcast. 
This is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen on Twitter. And this happened. I don't even know what the dates are. Do you know the dates on that thing, Patrick? On that, that picture <laughs> that picture I sent you? Did you get that picture I sent you about uh, from Twitter? He's looking for it. I see it. Nothing yet. Oh, shit. I sent it before the podcast. Uh-oh. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this exchange happened July of last year. July of this year. Excuse me. July of this year. 24th of July this year. So this guy. This guy was made... The, the CEO of Twitter, and Chris, we're going to role play here in a second, for, so okay. get ready. Um, and the, Kim Kardashian, or Kim Kardashian West, as she is known now, she made the following tweet. And I'll, you play, you read Kim Kardashian, and I'll read Jack. Before he was CEO. Okay. I just emailed Twitter to see if they can add an edit feature so that when you misspell something, you didn't have to delete and repost. Let's see. Period. He replies, at Kim Kardashian, great idea. We're always looking at ways to make things faster and easier. You're f- fucking kidding me. Nine years that that service has existed, and they're just like, that's, he's going to say publicly, that's their first discovery of a fucking edit feature? Is that Kim Kardashian brought it up? Great idea. Great idea. You can edit text. What a fucking phenomenal idea. You could tell he just wanted to talk to Kim Kardashian. You know that's exactly it. By the way, did she misspell misspell? How do you spell misspell? I believe she spelled it correctly. Is it two S's? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Miss, yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah misspell. Yeah. You're, you're, making me, you're making me second guess myself. Yeah. It? it just looks funny from here for some reason. I also wish it would tell you, like, at everybody's tweet, like a little number at the bottom, like how many characters they used. Why? Because she put a U in there, like the letter U, instead of spelling out U. Oh, so you're wondering if she was scrambling for characters. Yeah, was she? Or it wasn't, <laughs> like, it wasn't really necessary. The really aggravating thing about that is her tweet about, like, Thinking about an edit feature, what a what a deep thought that was to think of. Wow, we can edit text that has sixty one thousand favorites and thirty thousand retweets. That's, Gavin. An, that's an engaged group of followers, dude. That's got. unbelievable. That's is that is a lot. That's a lot of engagement on Twitter. I that's, see a lot of people with uh, with many followers who you know make a tweet and just really get nothing. You know, like very small engagement. They say it's one of the they say it's one of the best indications of people who have like bought <clears throat> followers. And I, I don't know how you do that. I guess you just go, like, pay a service. Mm-mm. But, you know, I always figure if you do that, they'll just, like, cull them out anyway or something like that. But, yeah, you can look at, like, the number of people that favorite uh, a tweet versus the number of people that actually follow the person. Like, there's people that have, like, millions of followers. They'll put up a post. And it's, like, two people favorite it. It's kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. High yeah. bot level. Yeah. yeah. I, I see it a lot. I, 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 I'm always wary of that. You know, like you say, people can buy followers or buy social media following like how many people throw money into various social media things just to try to inflate themselves and get free copies of games that i didn't get greg miller <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you have more twitter followers than greg miller right i do <laughs> you should but yeah you deserve them he doesn't deserve them you deserve them Gus. i deserve them you do you deserve he, them hey i want you to tell me something he hit me in the head with a bottle but <clears throat> he, he d- 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 you tell that story on the uh, rtx podcast give me the rest of my little uh lambus bread oh, yeah. stop eating that stuff no i want to Shut up. Um, Don't you have a photo shoot coming up? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The uh, uh, CAPTCHA, I understand what a CAPTCHA is, and I understand what it does. Except I keep running into a CAPTCHA in a place where I don't understand why they have a oh, CAPTCHA oh, there. Oh, plane oh. Wi-Fi? Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess, yeah. let me guess. Buying Wi-Fi on a plane. Why, do they why have, the fuck is there a CAPTCHA there? Why is there a CAPTCHA on a Wi-Fi on a plane? Why it, does that exist? Would they be running bots to buy Wi-Fi? Like, who wouldn't be human yeah, it's to buy on Wi-Fi? The, it's on the payment page. Yeah. yeah. It's on the payment page. After you pay, it then you type me, in the CAPTCHA, then you get access. It made me not want to buy the Wi-Fi. 
It's like, who do you okay. think? I'm glad I'm not the only person that this bothers. It's by far the most bizarre place to see one of those. Yeah. We should explain it better. We haven't explained it really, have we? Well, when you log on to use Wi-Fi on a plane, they ask you account information, like your address and your credit card information. Go, go, you do all that, you flight. buy it. It's like eight bucks to have Wi-Fi on a domestic flight. Then it comes up and says, hey, here's a CAPTCHA. Type it in. It's always five letters. And you just type it in. And then it says, okay, now you can have access. But it's a whole different step that it makes you go through after you've paid for the service. Like, want to make sure that you're a human on a plane. Yeah. There's only, like, <laughs> after you've already paid. Yeah. There's only a couple hundred people who can possibly be doing that. Or let's just say, let's just say somebody's like, gets into first class. They have a fucking laptop. They set it up. It's got 80 bots on it that all log on to the Wi-Fi on the plane. Why would they want to stop that? Like, what's that person doing? Like, what's the... Is it just they just put it in because they feel like they have to? But it's on the payment page. So it's like, do they want to stop 80 bots from paying? That's what I'm saying. Just let it happen. What's the behavior that they're preventing there with the caption? Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing I can think of. I'm a, there's got to be somebody who's asked I've thought before. about this before. It's, it's weird because you're in a captive, like, you, you're in a position where it's like you're waiting for your Wi-Fi. You're like, why am I doing this? I don't have to do this capture thing on anything else. Any other internet you can In a hotel to. where I'm convinced every node in a hotel is like a Russian hacker <laughs> set it up. I'm mm-hmm. convinced of that. And yet there's still no captures on Free any of that Free hotel stuff. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. I'll what? always use a hard line. I will look in my room and I will find an Ethernet cable and I will always uh, Do you have like a Thunderbolt to Ethernet? Sometimes yes. they don't have them. In fact. I used to I used to do that. I used to go through all that trouble. <laughs> I got it right Why here. Is it? <laughs> Why is that in your pocket? I had to use it earlier. I, I have one too. I have one in my bag. Are you really glad I asked you if I had that today? <laughs> what a weird coincidence. Uh, yeah, I, I travel with that everywhere. But then I know and, any- and I also have uh, a VPN service I use. So I connect, then immediately VPN. Just for no reason? Just other than to... I'm convinced everyone's trying to steal my, sh- they my shit. They can steal it through a VPN. Yeah, it's a lot harder, though. If they're, had, if they're between like someone who has one and doesn't, who does, they're, yeah, they're yeah. like, well, screw this guy. We'll go to the next person. Right. Yeah. I just don't see how wired is safer than Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi just broadcast your shit out to everywhere. Anyone can listen to it, especially if it's an open Wi-Fi with no password. Yeah, it's rare though in an airport. I mean, a, a hotel, hotel. They're almost all open. Like you put up, like there's no. What I'm saying, no password to connect into the network. Oh, right. But that's like a later step. Right. Oh, okay. That's I like see. A later step to get access. Hey, Patreon got hacked. All everybody's information are gone. Boop. So people who donated the information. Hey, everybody, if you have an account on Patreon, everything's been hacked. Thanks, Greg Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's his fault. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Is that like Patreon? Who's like the leader of Patreon? Like who has the most money Mr. coming Patreon. in? Oh. Like who is? Jack Conti. That's the guy who started. The Pomplamoose guy started Patreon. Really? You know I didn't the, know the, that. The bearded skinny dude from uh, Pomplamoose is one of the founders of Patreon. Huh. Bet you didn't know that. I did not know that. No, there you go. How Jack did you Conti. know that? Know Pomplamoose Kim is, Kardashian so. told him it was a good idea. So she's in tight with all the jacks. Pomplamoose is that like cute girl and the way she sings. Natalie Dawn? Is that her name? Natalie? Natalie spelled with a Y? Yeah. And then Jack Conti. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Pomplamoose. They're, yeah. they're early stuff. They do lots of cool. I don't have much original I, stuff. I admit I'm a typical cool. shithead fan where I haven't kept up in a little while, but I will go catch up on this stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like. They make Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like everyone's heard of them. Like, yeah, for example, but I feel like loads of people have heard of them. Like loads of just sort of regular people, not even nerds, have heard of them. Yes, Natalie Dawn, fucking nailed it. <laughs> fucking nailed it. Natalie Dawn and Jack Conti. Let me see if Patreon Jack Conti. He's probably one of the early guys, but not the only guy. Um, people so, are saying, a lot of money in that, by the way. 
Do they take what you a lot of money in that by being on Patreon? Indiegogo makes a lot of money. We did very well with our crowdfunding campaign. Made a lot of money. You mean from like that. they take a lot? They hmm? take a large slice. Take a percentage. What percentage does the Patreon I, take? I don't know. I don't know. Patreon. I, I've been told. Like everyone knows what YouTube take. I no, no. You're not supposed to talk about it actually. But it's like you just sign up and they tell you, don't they? Yeah, but I think that the, the the idea is that you can like negotiate different rates and stuff like that too, depending on what you do. But I will say that the common thing that people say is if you're going to do anything crowdfunded, um, whether it's you know Indiegogo, Kickstarter, uh, Patreon. Um, that you should like take the number, whatever you have, and knock like anywhere between ten and twenty percent out of it completely, mm. and really somewhere between fifteen and twenty percent because of uh, credit cards take money, the service <clears throat> takes money, and then the biggest thing that nobody really knows about is the number of declines that you mm. get from credit cards. Then you get tons of declines from from those services. People are like, oh fuck, oh, look at that, they're gonna reboot Shenmue, thousand bucks. Then because forty they days later, it. they're like, uh, eh, rents due. Oh my. Credit card charging go through through. I'm not going to go bother with that. Like they don't. I'm not going to follow up to like make sure they get adequate because payment they information it later. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends on the model. <laughs> One of the things I like about Indiegogo is they charge. Right they charge there. the moment you do it. That makes sense. Like, that's like Kickstarter charges at the end, like one big batch. There's a there's a drawback to that though. I did a lot of studying and crowdfunding them last year. I don't know if you know I'm that. Well so the the drawback is that if you charge right away, then people's like it takes the money from their account and they've made their commitment and it's all good. It works the way it should. Um, the benefit of waiting to charge everything until the end of the campaign is that you can then modify the campaign as you go and add items in. We just went through fulfillment of a lot of the physical goods for the Laser Team campaign. And like the challenge coin was one of the ones I keep people seeing tweet to me. That was something we had to add in just as a separate unit because we couldn't add it into packages. Like we couldn't like layer it in and say, oh, if you want the challenge coin, just contribute another $20 to the campaign and we'll do it or something like that. We had to add it in as a separate level. And people had to make multiple donations instead of just uh, upping okay. their pledge. So that's, that's the way it works. Someone is saying that the capture is probably to prevent people from saying they didn't intend to pay for Wi-Fi. If you put your credit card in, I think you're – Pretty much attending. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. But it's a good that the person's got a good rationale. That could be the yeah, reason for it. But you don't you you do, do that anywhere else. You buy else. stuff. Like Amazon buy. doesn't ask you for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I added it to car and I pressed purchase. Whoops, didn't want to. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Conti, Conti, Conte, Con- Jack Conti, Conti is a multi instrumental <laughs> instrumentalist, songwriter, entrepreneur, and filmmaker based in the San Francisco Bay Area who lives off the sales of MP3s online. Conti has recorded two EPs names of the EPs, and release them along with the compilation Video Songs Volume 1 to the iTunes Store. Conti is also the co-founder of Patreon. I like that's mentioned last. I also, guess. by the way, by the way, he put out two albums. He's also the founder of Patreon. So, there you go. Um, here, I got one more thing to read. This one's about us. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Rock Band 4, the only music rhythm game with a full band experience. Be sure to tune into our live stream to celebrate Rock Band 4 Day Tuesday the 6th from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central Time to be on the Rooster Teeth YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Rooster Teeth. Uh, the breath of music found on Rock Band 4 is so much more fun. Pre-order now and receive 30 bonus songs using the link below. It's a bit.ly link. Uh, remember to tune in to watch some of your favorite Rooster Teeth faces on Tuesday the <coughs> 6th, which is tomorrow if you're watching the live stream. If this is on audio, it's tonight. Uh, so Tuesday the 6th. From 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. We're going to be doing a live stream with Rockband 4. And you can pre-order and get 30 bonus songs. Seems like a good deal. Rockband 4 is awesome. 
But Greg Miller thinks Rock Band 5 is way better. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Miller. Okay, Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. I, um, when I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week when I was talking about Japan, but um, I, I did something really cool there. I'm, I'm, I, I do something I don't like where it's like I'm really cynical about a lot of things. And no. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really jaded. And I feel like that's, that's, not, that's not healthy, right? Don't don't choke, Bernie. Please, I, I know you. I almost you choked when you said that. Did you just realize but, that? Uh, I, no, I, I know it. I know it. But I know it's it's not a healthy thing. I love to be. the idea of you being like, oh shit. It's really rare that like I'm genuinely a fan of something. And there's some Japanese YouTubers I'm really a huge fan of, and I got a chance to meet them while I was out there. Uh, they're the guys who did the hamburger challenge. Oh my god, I saw your photos the, of this, yeah, and I knew you were in heaven. The wheel. Uh, I'm wearing their shirt. Uh, and they're the guys who took me to the uh, the horse restaurant to eat horse. Um, and Did, had they heard of you? Yeah, yeah, I'd, uh, they, they, they've heard of Rooster Teeth. So it was, the world it was really is cool. So they, international they, now. It's they, so uh, cool. They, they asked if I wanted to do uh, a challenge with them, you know, film a mm-hmm. video. But as I was in, I was, I didn't have nearly enough time while I was there, so we didn't get to film anything. But I told them that they should come to Austin and uh, <laughs> and that we should film something. I, I'm right here, but I'm way too busy. So just come all the way to where I live. <laughs> they they want to do it. Oh yeah. All right. So so we'll see if we can get it, we can get them out here. They were awesome. It was really really. Can you great imagine to taking three dudes from Japan and like feeding them Austin cuisine for a weekend? Like, like make them go through that challenge stuff. they went through. Because I mean they were doing it with American fast food, which mm-hmm. is like okay, it's it's decadent. But actually, I think fast food is like you, it's meant to be like you tear through it pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. But like if we did that same thing with them at the Salt Lake. And Rudy's, mm-hmm. you know, and a bunch of barbecue places. Yeah. They did, the, the, the downside is they did barbecue in Australia for some reason. They did a barbecue challenge. So I told them that. No, barbecue's huge in Australia. Yeah, we could maybe do tacos here or something. Yeah, it's one of the few places I think that they call it barbecue besides America. What do really? they call it elsewhere? What do they call it in like the grilling? UK? Just meat? Yeah. What do they call it in the UK? Like yeah. the event itself is called a barbecue. Like yeah, I'm I mean, going to a barbecue. Yeah, we have that in the UK. Like but the barbecue is the like... party, but the actual act of it is grilling. Well, you have a barbecue, and then you cook stuff on it. Where's Ashley when you need her? Okay. You have, like... Ashley, I mean, come the English barbecue is... All right, it's not great. It's just, like, sausages and hamburgers and stuff. Sausages and hamburgers? Ashley! Let's see if she comes. Text her. I, I can't remember where my phone is. It you got your be- laptop right there. It was beeping. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You can fucking text her on the hat. You've also got Apple Watch on. Yeah, I was going to say, can that. you use your no, watch? I'm, I don't want to find my phone because... I don't know if you <laughs> noticed, my phone was vibrating earlier... And Gus was like, it was like spider sense. Gus was like, he was looking for it. I was looking for it. If it buzzed one more time, I knew he was going to lose his shit. Ping it right now. Let me see. This is is actually, by the way, this is probably the most useful feature of the Apple Watch. Where's my watch? Where's my phone, Apple Watch? Oop. I mean, it's under my leg. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't feel it vibrating under your own leg? I don't know where it is. Is it under my pillow? What the fuck is this thing? Stand up. You can stand up. I don't want to stand up. Just keep pressing it. I don't know why you would stop pressing it. What happened? <laughs> press it again. Press it until you find Am I it. Am my phone? You don't have to. It's, it's in like... my pocket. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's in my pocket. <laughs> Got my phone. Technically, it was under your leg. How fucking loose are your pants? You put it in your pocket and not feel it? I worry about that. So it's even. Got, it's even on. By the way, it's even like nuts out. All right, this is not going to be worth it to find out what barbecue is called in Australia. Pop another shrimp on the barbie. Fuck a duck. All right, let's find out. Someone was talking the other day, uh, I think it was on Reddit, about how um, they call shrimps prawns in Australia. Yeah, yeah and that's why, they, that's why they think that's bullshit, that, that saying. Yeah, it was a tourism yeah. slogan. What's the slogan? Wait. Uh, the slogan. <laughs> a tourism <laughs> slogan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we call them prawns, like king prawns and stuff. Yeah. You want to you piss Gavin don't off? Put, don't put your phone. To, okay. It's going to start humming. Send a text 
to my girlfriend. Can you come in here for a second? Ready to send it? Yes. I, I've got one of those Alexa things. No, the Echo thing. Oh, it's great. Why, why would that piss Gavin off? Oh, because it's like it never, like, you should try and read text from him. They're just gobbledygook. Oh, you know what, no, that's actually, actually what I was say. What pisses Gavin off when you said prawns and shrimps, it reminds you that Gavin's pet peeve with his own channel is when you spell it slamo, guys. <laughs> like, people leave off the W on a, not just a regular basis. Well, it is the preferred you, spelling of slamo, guys. That's how you spell slow-mo is S-L-O-M-O. It just didn't look good when I wrote it down. Slow-mo. I'd rather have slow. Slamo. The word slow. Right. But, like, everyone calls it slamo. Even <laughs> Apple, like. Slamo. <laughs> When you go into slumo mode, yeah, look, record slumo. Whenever like there's like a freeze frame too of like Gavin and Dan, like and they're like, you know, when you stop at like midstream and the face ends up like this, I always say slumo guys, because <laughs> that's what it reminds me of and, every time I see well, it. Well, what annoys me more than that is why. Well, every video I put up, people comment, "You're shooting at this massive high frame rate. Why don't you upload it at sixty frames a second? It's annoying. <laughs> okay. Because it makes the it makes the slow mo much faster, right? I, all I get so. all I get from the camera is stills. What's up? Hey, Ash. Hi. So Ash is here. What do they call when you go to a, a place where people are grilling and eating food? What is that called in Australia? <clears throat> barbecue. Barbecue. See, they call it the same thing. So it's like you, we're talking about barbecue is like one of the few places. Like well, we call that in the U.S. and then they also call it that in Australia. You like bought, Ashley, to, just to say barbecue. Yeah, we were already you, had that, interrupt didn't you we? from doing something. Were you doing something important? Oh, she's working on the, we're doing a big thing for tomorrow for Rock Band 4, which we just talked we about. We just talked about. And uh, Ashley's been doing the run of show for that tomorrow. Looking forward to it. We're going to have... a sick set list, yo. We're going to have a <laughs> sick set list. Sick. Can, can you are you see... on one of the bands? Um, can I say? Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, you are? Yeah. Who's in your band? Can I say? Come on, it's promotions. Um, Blaine, Miles, and Barbara. You just didn't even. You, uh, where was I on the list? If you needed like I didn't 12 organize. Band I didn't members? organize. Okay. I got I got approached by Megan Castro asking if I would do it, and I got assigned to a team. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on a band, and I'm like you know. I wondered why. You can still show up. You can take my place. I'll show up. You want to fuck like a groupie? Why'd you get left out? <laughs> I'll show up. What's why, that? Why'd you get left out so much? I knew I had to get left out a lot. I, I get, feel like I think it's because people. Well, Bernie's. People assume you're busy, which you are busy. Which people will say to me, Chris, they will walk up going, that's like, I'll be like in my office staring at the wall. Someone goes, hey man, I know you're really busy, but can I I talk to you? You know, uh, we like, we're out of money in the checking account. It's like, that's okay. You can tell me about stuff like this. I'm not too busy to talk about the business or anything like that. No, I think it's like, do you think about this? When you worked at Waitrose. Yeah. That was your last job. When you worked in the film stuff. And you're like, oh, man, what a hard day at the film place. You know, yeah. the set. Long days. Film place. <laughs> the film that was place. actually the studio we went to the most was film place. Film place. <laughs> film place London. Iconic. And you shot the movie thing. Yeah. And you did that. You did that for 16 hours. And it's like. Starring uh, actor. I just want to go out and get a beer. Or like rap or whatever. You would never think. Get a pint. I'm going to call my boss and ask my boss to go out for a drink with me. Because that's what you're getting away from. You're getting away from that. Did you ever, the entire time you worked for that guy, ask him to go out for dinner or to a movie, or to drinks. No. It just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. Like, I guess maybe I see you wrong. If ever I want to go, if ever I want to like do something with a group of people, it's I have to organize it. In fact, I dealt with this just recently because I went to the streamies with Ash and Meg and Gavin and Kovic and uh, Bruce Green. Bruce. And we were there, 
And I forget what it was, but we were going somewhere. And we were not going to make any progress unless I moved us. And it was, and then it was like even a point in time where you guys were all huddled up. We were going to go to dinner or something like that. And I got pulled away and was talking to somebody for like five or ten minutes. I came back to the group and I'm like, do we have reservations? And I was like, I don't know, do we? It's like, so it's like I had to call for reservations. Got pulled away again. I said, we have reservations at this time. I went back to the, another conversation with somebody else, got pulled away, talked and talked and talked, and then came back, and it was like nobody had moved. So it's like I can become like this weird like de facto organizer, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Gus, Gus can vouch for this. Yeah, I refuse to organize. If we're all You're bad there, at impersonal stuff. If we're all I refuse. Because of your company, we're not going <laughs> to go and have dinner without you. What does that mean? What do you or mean? just like when I'm done with the conversation, I came back, and nobody had like made any progress on moving us forward in any way. Like... We would right, have, well, it's, it's, I have it's like navigating all over again. I have an excuse, and it's valid. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you were pretty drunk. That's always your excuse. But so, I, I think... That's for night, though. It was fun. I just think that... Well, I invite stuff, right? I don't really organize anything, to be I've honest. I've never been to your house. <laughs> and you're moving, from what I understand. What? <laughs> so Mr. You? Mr. Charles yeah. Casey has maybe the best tweet of the night. Okay. Yeah. The best feature of the Apple Watch, making you look like an idiot. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> so thanks, Mr. What Rob time Casey. is it? It's idiot o'clock. Oh my god, they updated it. I was just going to sound so douchey because I've got an Apple Watch. They updated it to allow the ability to reply to emails. And it says, sent from my Apple Watch. Oh yeah, you sent me one. You sent me one of those. Yeah, I, literally, one. I selected the pre select the pre what was it the replies that are already on there yeah. it just said yes and i sent it and then it put yes sent from my apple watch it's like yelling i'm a douchebag yeah from the why, from the email why, why couldn't you respond was, to emails before now you know he could it's, it just didn't say that it didn't oh say why something. would they add no, that? no no you couldn't you couldn't respond you to could, emails you, you could, could reply read to them. text they've the, version two of the apple watch you can reply to emails and i had no idea it adds the uh the douchebag i don't use the mail the client oh yeah i have a weird thing like i use a mail client a very specific mail client i don't like talking about any kind of like cloud services I use because I just don't want that out there. Like which cloud service I'm on because fucking like, Patreon gets hacked. You know, it's gonna get out there. Yeah, at some point. Well, you you should we all know Greg Miller has account information on Patreon. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. But really, just never put anything online. Never put anything bad through the internet. Okay, you just told everybody who listens to our shows online to not put their, <laughs> any kind of account information online anywhere. That's a bad idea to no, do that. I'm, talking, stuff, I'm not, not talking about like financial yeah. stuff. You can cancel a credit card. I'm talking about right. like. Dodgy anything, nudes, like yeah. Nudes. secret, yeah, like anything. Yeah. No, like, no. To me, it's just a hassle. Like I just recently got my credit card expires this month. It expires in October of 2015, and at the beginning of October, I got the new credit card, and so I have a new number now associated with the new card, and I have all my credit card numbers memorized, and so it's like I'm putting off Ugh. the new card as long as I possibly you actually can. Memorize and I got to change everything I, everywhere. I, I, I used to until the like. You know, I forget if it was like the Target breach or the Home Depot breach. Like I went through like three different credit cards within three months, and I stopped. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, I used to always memorize them just because it was it was faster to type. You don't need so to I anymore. I having a conversation with you, and you're like, do you not memorize your credit cards? I was like, no. I don't think I can memorize a 16-digit number. It's easy. Or is it 12? You start with the last four, then you work your way back. 16. Is it 16? Yeah. Because it's four groups oh, of four. You're right. You're right. All right, jackasses. I don't need help finding my glasses either. Thank you. <laughs> um, Appreciate that. People on social media are yeah, well, What me. is Twitter saying tonight? Uh, not much. <laughs> I mean, somebody's saying that in Australia, we don't just use the word barbecue as an event. We also use the, the way of cooking the meal. I, most people do that. I think when they talk about barbecuing food, but like to call it a barbecue mm-hmm. is like that's the thing that makes it 
Yeah, like coincide yeah, yeah. with the way we see. In England, about I would say we're going to have a barbecue, and you probably just, just cook meat on an outdoor barbecue. Yeah, barbecue is like an event. Like a, a lot of people other places they cook out too. How often do you? How often do you uh, barbecue? How often do you cook out? I do it less so now at the new place, but I used to do it all the time at the old place. Ever since I discovered sous vide, which, by the way, if you want to do that steak challenge, I will absolutely do it next we week. We do a steak you. challenge. Yeah, and I, I, somebody said that I oh, said, "Oh yeah, you, why are we doing that?" That I said I you know. can't overcook with sous vide. What, what, what? What? If I said you can't overcook with sous vide, I mean it's like it's so difficult you can't possibly mm. do it. You know, you what can't is, fuck it up. What is it? I've had it fucked up. What sous vide? Sous- you will learn next week when I make you a delicious steak. Are we doing just that next for week? you. I'm going to make you a delicious steak. All right. Chris is so happy. Before we <laughs> we came out tonight, Bernie was talking about how he was bringing uh, those zombie food or whatever uh, for us to try, and he asked <laughs> me like, food. "Do you think?" Do you think Chris will be willing to try it also on the on camera? And I, I think I said, yeah, it's free food. Chris, <laughs> Chris will absolutely <laughs> eat it. Chris is all about it. It's also cool free food. It's like got a, a I, I love stuff that has like secrets and like pract- like practical things where it's like, oh well, this is a, you know, this is a candy bar, but it's also made of you know, uh, the tongue of something. It's, it's stories, you know. You like what plot. candy bars made of the tongue <laughs> of know, something? I don't know. A tongue you of know stories. What I mean? like, just weird, like, Chris, a tongue of stories is like a relic bar, from D&D. There's candy bars that have like, toys in them and stuff. And anything don't ever go work in the food industry, <laughs> Chris. I'm just saying, like, now, I love a tongue stuff of that stories. has like, stories. It's not just like, this is a good piece of food. This is like, this is a piece of food that when you eat it, it also turns your tongue purple. I used to like that about toothbrushes because they used to make toothbrushes out of pig hair. Really? Where? Well, what? I mean, when you were alive? No, I don't know. So I'm you sure used to like toothbrushes that didn't exist since you've been born. I just thought it was a cool story about toothbrushes. That is like, cool. Yeah, like, I, I, like it's oh, gross. it used to be the hair of pigs. <laughs> it's all bristling. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, right? It's got like a little bit of bonus. Yeah. Sto- I yeah. can see what you mean. Yeah, I'm with you on this one, Chris. Yeah. Even though you told me I was wrong earlier. I'm with you. You were wrong. because I don't think so I was confusing. wrong. You were, well, okay, I, you weren't necessarily wrong, but what you said was so confusing to everyone that it just defaulted to wrong. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. It was so confusing it defaulted to wrong. I don't know. No, I get it. They're, they're Nobody understood it, so it defaulted. That's a, he just described Gavin's appearance on the podcast in general. He says it's so confusing that the default is wrong. Okay. It's like, okay, nobody okay, I see, what, I see. Nobody I see. understands what Gavin is trying to say, so he must be incorrect. But you actually <laughs> just described Gavin perfectly. <laughs> that, that's Gavin's full experience. Yeah, that's accurate. That's the Gavin free experience. Does it, yeah. does it annoy you? I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little annoyed by the camera on the iPhone. Because in order to adjust the frame rate for your slow-mo or to adjust between HD and 4K or whatever, you can't do it in the camera. Why? Right? Right. You have to go through, like, the settings to get to it. Yeah, I mean... There's no fucking button in the camera. I assume they think you'll just stick with it. Like, you'll always want 4K or you'll always want 1080, 120 or 240, whatever. Set it and forget it? Yeah. But it's uh, just like, why hide that away? You know... That most people won't ever go in there and see that. Like, yeah, 90- but if you took a picture and you accidentally set the resolution at 640 by 480, you'd be like, oh, mother, why, why would I ever want to do this? Well, you can't do that. Well, do you that- ever want to take less than the maximum resolution? Well, not for a picture, but for video, you sacrifice resolution for speed. Right. Like you could do 720p at 240 frames a second, 1080p at 120 frames a second, or 4K at 60 or 30. It does 400 frames a second? No. 240. 240 or 120. 240 or 120, okay. Yeah. 240 at 720 resolution. Yeah. That's good. 240. Yeah, that, like, that's why you need like, to get in there is to set. And it's normally a, is it normally a 30 frame per second camera? Is that what it does? Yeah. It does 30 that's, and it also that's does the base. 60. I wish you could do 25. That'd be awesome. Let me see. Uh, uh, PAL format. 25. Yeah. yeah. Because if I ever want to make a Blu-ray, 
every video is at the same frame rate. Okay. So, so every, yeah, and I started it, because the cameras I was were using cameras, UK, yeah. were UK, and yeah, we yeah. always shot twenty five on TV shows. I would never adjust them because I might forget when I go back on set. Yeah. So I would just shoot everything at twenty five. So it'll okay. do, it'll do thirty frames a second or sixty at ten eighty and four K at thirty frames a second. Then for slow mo, it'll do uh, <laughs> nice. ten eighty at one hundred twenty or seven twenty at two forty. Have you noticed that the four K is stabilized? Yeah, that is. It's like you you can do all this, and it's just like uh, that's not good. Is it good? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It looks legit. I mean, I haven't messed with much I with think it. stabilization is actually a really cool thing. I mean, f- yeah, but 4K on a lens that's this big, it's, it's bollocks. It's not really 4K. Yeah? You might as well upscale 1080. It's going to look the same. See, I always associate, though, that, like, that smoothing, essentially, digital smoothing of, you know, shake or anything like that. I, I don't think it's digital. I think there's, like, there's some, like, stuff in there. Optical. Like, yo, you mean the, like, the lens just moves around? I think, I think so. On the, uh, on the big on one. On the gimbal on the, kind of a thing? On the plus. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, the, um, the, I first got one of those TVs when they had that smoothing on them. Ugh. And oh. I played a video game with that on. And it, like, took away the stereostrobic effect of turning in Halo. Like, everything was perfectly clear. as a- That was fucking weird. And I had to turn all that stuff off. I still turn all that stuff off when I get a TV. Yeah, when I got my, you know, my most recent TV that has that smoothing. That's what it is. It's like, I, most of my time setting it up was... Figuring out how to make it. I don't know why that's the default. Are you talking about like motion blur? Like no, no, no. They they have smoothing. Yeah, it's it's like like where it does two hundred forty. But it like it it interpolates frames between frames. Yes, increases your frame rate basically. Which on paper is more natural to the human eye, but in practice looks like you want to throw up. Sure. You know what it is? I'm sure like. 10 years from now, 15 years from now, I will prefer 48 frames a second for movies, and I will prefer 60 frames per second for video games. I've even said in the patch, like way back in the patch, that I preferred 30 frames per second for a video game. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, that is lunacy. It's just too much of a change all of a sudden. No, I also prefer 30. You know? Yeah. It's just, I That's just what prefer it. old. <laughs> yeah, I just prefer it. Because I played for decades with it as 30 frames a second. So I just got used to it then. No, old, old games are 60. No. No? Yeah. Back in the day, 30 was the benchmark. But like old, old crap, like. Super Nintendo is 60. Well, no, we're talking like PC games. Yeah, I'm saying like 60 frames a second for gaming isn't new. It's not like you, you, you were old when that happened. Hmm. Super Nintendo was 60 frames? I don't, my, Wasn't my, it? My Doom was not. Let's, I'll, no, I'll look it Doom up. I don't think was. You, you I, might, don't, I don't think anything 3D. I think. Listen, I've learned when Gavin says confidence, don't immediately refute it because he <laughs> probably is right. What was the first 60. FPS. I mean, for me, it was 50. Video game show. When I was a kid. I looked up. I did a Google search for SNES frame rate. 60 FPS. The SNES? It, like, it, it just, just at the top of the search results. So the wow. SNES was 60 frames a second. That was the standard, I think, for that whole generation of gaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I then, did. obviously, the hardware, like, to be cheap. Or to be affordable had to lag behind and they reduced the frame rate. I'm sure that was a, a game developer's dream moment. They were like, let's do 30. We can do like twice as much with it. Well, it's crazy too because it's like, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how much like all those assets take up. If you're doing 60 frames a second, it seems like your animation cycles would have to be have more frames in them in order to be believable animation, I would think. Yeah. Because you're programming mm-hmm. 60 frames a second. And that would just fill up more room on those what were very small cartridges. I heard a weird stat. Do you remember what it was, Gus, where the original Sonic the Hedgehog cartridge uh the oh. one on the genesis oh, or you're the, talking about the sega the sega <laughs> when you turn it on and going sega <laughs> like that that took up like one fifth of the overall cartridge just that voice file 
took it up. Do you remember? Did you ever yep. hear that? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. How? It's a ludicrous because it was just no storage, and they had like they were having real like captured voice played back or synthesized voice. Because that was really cool at the time. It was. But e- even on even on sixty frames, I don't think they had to animate for sixty frames. The the sprite could be however animated as you wanted it to be, but it would move around at sixty frames. So you could only have five frames of animation. Mm-hmm. But it so would, that's why it would you move around with the sensitivity of mm-hmm. a sixty frames game. So it didn't really look sixty so, like sixty now. No, it it's mega yeah. smooth. Like you yeah. could tell one side by side. One eighth of the cartridge space. So yeah, that's it, crazy. So it, not every game necessarily ran at sixty. Like I was reading, Star Fox actually ran at nineteen frames a second. Yeah, because it was all 3D polygons right, and stuff. Right, it was the... Everything 3D was, was never 60. No, <laughs> I don't think so. That was an that eighth... Was it. It's one-eighth of the space I think on the I cartridge. lost my shit the Why first time I Why didn't they build that, that into the console? That's a good point. To have a chip that just does that. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, first-party games can grab it and go, play this. Yeah, but I just, I just found it kind of... I was trying to achieve 60 frames again. It's like, that's not new at all. Yeah, but 60 frames on PCs, like, that's, like, something that feels like... That was a benchmark. It, it used never to be hit until like the mid 2000s. Everyone was happy with 30. Is that what it was? That, I think that's what it was. It's well, like, you yeah. could... and then now it's like 60 is the new the new benchmark on PC. I feel like 120 well, is like going what... back to my is I don't like 48 frames a uh, second in movies. I can definitely say for I agree sure. with you on that. I think the 24 frame per second filmic look has validity. And like people like James Cameron hate it because they hate that you know stereostrobic effect that happens on pans and things like that. I like that a lot uh i don't want it to be something's turning because i don't think your eyes work that way somebody um uh, showed this test where if you go look at yourself in a mirror yeah if you go look at yourself in a mirror and you look at something like one eye and then you look at the other eye you won't see your eyes moving it's just you go like that it seems like click 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 but if you have somebody else look at you doing it they'll see your eyes moving because your your brain blocks when your eyes move so that you don't see that strobing effect you know what I mean? Or you don't have that. So it's like, I don't want to have a perfectly smooth pan, you know? Because that doesn't, I don't feel that really exists in Did you ever do that thing eyesight. as a kid where you would like throw something into water and then shut your eyes so you could see the frame? No. So you could what? do what? Well, like if, if you shut your eyes, you'll have like a better memory of that exact moment than if you kept your eyes open. No, that's really interesting. Did you do that as a kid? Yeah, all the time. Like I never if ever I was about like that. eating a. I don't know, eating dessert, and I would just, like, throw my spoon into the sink. As it splashed in the water, I would close my eyes, and I'd remember, like, the way the splash. That's really interesting. That's, yeah. Because if you keep your eyes open, you there's, too, there's too many frames, and you can't remember the exact one you want. Gus and I were talking about this today, about the way the That's memory really works. cool. It's, yeah. just, it's amazing the way, the way <laughs> memory works. No, but I think, it's, I think it says a lot about Gavin. It's like, I, I've always <clears throat> been amazed that Gavin can take uh, slow motion footage at, like, 7,000 5,000 per second, which requires so much light. In order to do that. And calculating how much light a frame of film needs is like one of the hardest things to do in film. It's like how much light do we need for the scene? And then you add 5,000 frames in a second. It really diminishes the amount of time that each individual frame spends in the light. Um, and so Gavin can do that. But he can also do that. What he typically shoots is something sitting there and then that thing explodes. And I've never seen one of your things that did had like really super shitty exposure. The only thing I've ever seen that had bad exposure for you was clearly before you had – the resources, you just didn't have enough lights. And it started off dark and stayed dark. But I've never seen, like, you have you do an explosion and it completely out mm-hmm. the frame or anything like that. I've always been amazed by that. So to hear you say that, like, you used to do that as a kid, I just think that whether or not you realize it, your brain is wired for 
the way a camera works and the way, like, cinematically, your brain is very wired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's <interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of weird stuff. Like, I do a lot of weird stuff I've never talked about that I was a kid and I just can't get rid of. Like, and like, I don't think anyone anywhere has done this before. Like what? Okay. Let's oh. go. I'm going to sound like a lunatic. It's the first time. So, and I, I, I still do this. When I'm in a car and there are street lights, they cast a shadow across the road, right? Times? Sure. So there's like lines on the road as you drive. In my head, I try and figure out how many car lengths will fit between two shadows of street lights. I do stuff like that all the time. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I'm in a car, I'll be like, I'll be like tapping. And I think when the car has like gone past its own width or length, mm-hmm. I'll start another car and I'll see if it's like three or four mm-hmm. car widths between them. And I just can't stop doing that. I also do that with scenes, do scenes in the road. Like when you go, in the scenes in the road, you probably have better roads in the way than we have. But when you hear that when you're as a kid, you know, you're bored in a car when you're a kid. Yeah. Or when you're an adult, like Gavin is. Yeah, I'm like 27 and I still do that. I was probably four when I was doing that. Yeah. It's always funny to when people like talk about things they didn't realize that other people did it. We had a funny experience. I'll talk about it in a second. But I was like when people find out. Like, they do something that other people do as well. Like, somebody talked about um, one time in a forum I read about how they used to sit and look out the window when their parents were driving, and they would imagine someone running next to them, next to the car, a little man, and he would jump over everything, mm-hmm. like the mailbox, you know, the newspaper stand, <laughs> right. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he would just imagine that person having to jump over all those obstacles. And people were freaked out. Saying, Isn't I it just I weird did how the exact same thing. people come up with the same crap? We freaked a dude out one time that we went to dinner with. We ever tell you the story about the time we went to dinner with somebody? We started talking about sleep paralysis, which I know I've definitely talked about on the yeah, podcast yes. before. So we started, we just got on the topic of sleep paralysis mm-hmm. at dinner. And I talked about like being locked in place and being awake, but not being able to move my body and how strange that was. And somebody at the table was like, I think I've had that feeling. And then I said, Did you have a feeling also that somebody was in the room? And he goes, Are you being serious right now? And I'm like, Yeah. He goes, Yes. Well, how do you know this? And I said, that's <laughs> part of it. It's called Hag syndrome. You have an envision that someone is pushing you down or sitting on you, like like kneeling on you and staring at you while you're while you're trapped like that. It's a, it's a common thing. It's called syndrome that comes along with it. And I looked up a photo online of like an artist rendition of that of Hag syndrome, and yeah. I showed it to him. He he freaked the fuck out. He because like he hadn't thought about it in like twenty years from when he was a kid. And he said that's exactly it, and it was something that. It's not an image he saw 20 years ago. It's just that he the experienced memory, that, the memory. that same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Just the feeling. And by the way, if you want to look those images up on Google Image Search, they're creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's wrap-up time. Okay. So I'll allow it. My hair sucks today. Your, uh, your hair's uh, different today. I don't right? know what Your beard is like taller. mush. It's like bush. It's like bush. You got like Gavin like. Gavin I'll tell bush. you what I did. I showered last night. What happened? Of... He got upset. Did you get upset, upset about something? I got to set about a lot of things. What happened though? You're like uh, real super quiet here at the end. No, uh-huh. no, no. I was just thinking about like wrapping up and what we were talking about in the post show. Oh, okay. Oh, well, we're doing post show. Yeah. That's it. I'm just thinking about the next thing. That's all. I think you're not focused More on the More lamb bread. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Check out bread? our uh, rock band stream uh, Tuesday the 6th, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. on the Rooster Teeth YouTube channel. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. If you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>